welcome to the Sports Carnage Podcast, presented by Detroit Sports Nation, featuring Paul Roshan, D. Dillon Bear, Ryan Griffin, and Matthew Basson, bringing the most arrogant takes on the planet straight to your ears. We don't promise to always be right, but we promise to act like we are. What's up, webheads, and a very happy Perfect Vision year to all, along with Paul Roshan, Dylan Bear, Ryan Griffin, I'm Matt Basson. We back, new decade, happy new year to y'all, and I say y'all, all three of y'all. Uh, we've had a uh, bit of a break here, and in that time period, Ryan and I have been proven to be gods of setting up the national championship, while our counterparts proved to be wrong as hell, and they won't admit it. Because Paul likes to pull shit out of his ass and say, Talk well, it actually won. It actually won. But we got to wait to discuss this because we actually have to dive into the men who get paid to play first. The wild card rounds are done. The two touchdown leaders are out. The two six seeds have moved on. One of them a lot more shocking than the other. Yeah, you like that? You uh, like that? <laughs> you like that? Uh, so hey. Tom Brady, who we all saw this year with uh, shit help and shit health on his team, uh, not surprised that Tennessee went in there and did it, but the New Orleans Saints, who were rolling into the playoffs, beating up their competition, laid an absolute egg this past weekend. And Kirk Cousins, who can't win an important game to save his life, threw a pass to win an important game, the game of his life, and the Vikings are going to the Bay to take on the Niners. And Kirk Cousins hey, proved a lot of people wrong in this one. Hey, Matt. Yep. Where is your God now? He's sitting on the couch like the rest yep. of us. Uh, I called him trash and they lost in the first I round mean, of the playoffs. <laughs> it's something the last, the last two playoff games, Drew Brees has not been stellar. Last year against the Rams, he was not stellar. And through that costly pick in overtime... And in this game, threw a deep bomb that was not necessary that was picked off while they were marching. And the taped-up thumb, he gets hit in the tricep, shakes his whole damn arm. There goes the ball. And, yeah, he is. That was the worst turnover of his career. I I I give a little bit to the taping job, but, you know, you got to hold on to the damn ball. I do find it really weird that as big favorites, me and Matt are the only ones who pick Minnesota. Well, okay. I know. So, because so it was a like big right number. After, I thought it was a big right number. Right after I picked New Orleans and me and Dylan did the, uh, like, the show, yeah. probably like 20 minutes after that, I was like, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, me <laughs> Like, I was me just too. sitting all day. Like, like it's a fucking lot. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I hope it comes to fruition. And it did not. So, here's the thing. And I'm going to, it's a new year. I'm going to do the cliche new year, new me deal. Here's the thing. When it comes to the, the thing, I, I do take. I'm going to use a different word than umbrage this time. I take offense, I guess, to what you said, Matt, in that the Saints underwhelmed. I don't think that was it. To very, very, very much Paul's credit, I think that it has a lot more to do with Minnesota than it does to New Orleans. Because they're a good-ass play- baby. Minnesota played up to their potential in spades, specifically No, they outplayed them, absolutely. Oh, but, no, but defensively in particular. That was the best game that defense has played probably in three years. That was Since awesome. I've gotten to play the Lions every, I I just can't believe like when when Ryan and I were on our live cast, I even said I like Minnesota's defense is underwhelmed and uh, shit. Look at that. That like, may be they played, but fantastic. the Saints had like 158 yards at like two and a half quarters. 
Like, I understand that Minnesota's got a good defense, but the Saints, the Saints hurt themselves multiple times in that game to help Minnesota's defense along the way. But it doesn't mean that they didn't play excessively well. Like, that no, much better than what we thought. No, but the Saints underwhelmed. They did not play anywhere near their potential. Not even close. I th- All the games that they played coming into that, destroying the teams they were facing, looking like they were ready this year to make amends for last year and not put it in the refs' goddamn hands, and they ended but up I in the exact think same that situation. Of victory is any proof of anything, until you, especially until in you the got NFL. pushed off at the end. Like right. the, uh, Win, winning by a crap ton doesn't really mean anything. Like the Atlanta Falcons in what was it like twenty twenty thirteen? About how so they, they were looked like as an offensive unit. They looked like and? a well-oiled machine going in. Finally, Alvin Kamara came back. I had the damn bastard all year for fantasy. Did absolutely nothing for me, which is why I had him on the damn bench for uh, my championship game, Jones which I still won tweet. anyway. But no, <laughs> they looked better without Kamara in this offense the last Weird. few weeks. And they look better Sean in this Payton. game. Wait, without you're telling me Sean Payton's offense looks back. better without a running back? Crazy. <laughs> just, he has no idea what to do with him. He gets all this talent at running back. <laughs> he gets, he's, like, he's confused as shit. <laughs> what am I supposed to do here? And then you throw in oh. Taysom Hill, who credit oh, Taysom Hill. I mean, what a beautiful – I've been on the Taysom Hill train forever, but I want him to be more than a gadget player. I want him to see more run at quarterback in – it was good Darn for right. them that they brought in Teddy Bridgewater, but I really wanted Taysom to get a chance to run with the team. When he dropped that pass in there, I was like full staff, dude. That was beautiful. So that was gorgeous. Alicia and I actually talked about this during the game. She, you know, we had an argument on whether or not a team would actually take a chance on him as their actual quarterback. Who Taysom Hill? Yes, well, he's still oh, under contract. D- well, he's no, first off. No, he's you? restricted. He's restricted first off, and the, the Saints are going to sign him again. And sure. They, they I'm, absolutely I'm, should. Sean Payton loves to use them in a whole bunch of different well, ways. I'm curious if so. He should start. The Saints quarterback room could just completely implode because Breeze could decide to retire. That is an actual option that is out there. Well, He's, Taysom's the starter. Teddy Bridgewater is an unrestricted free agent, and someone might oh, pay Teddy's him gone. to be a starter. Teddy is gone. Teddy's so, gone. If Drew Brees retires, why would you not just pay Teddy? Drew Brees is not retiring. So, because I would start Taysom over Teddy. I don't know what either of y'all are For thinking, but reason? Drew Brees is going nowhere. He's not retiring. He's not done. Did Bro, you see him play this are year? You talking are you about? kidding me? He's not anywhere near you just, done. You even just said that he played two of his worst playoff yes, games. Yes, these last two, the two playoff games were not. Why, I mean, why would he come back? Because he wants a Super Bowl again. He wants one more. He doesn't want to be the one-time Super Bowl champion. He wants to be really? a multi-time Super Bowl so champion. Look at, look and he at has a team that can do it if they can just get their heads out of their asses when it comes time to play when it counts. Years, the last few years, they've kind of had everything in place. A very good team around him, solid on every, both sides like of the ball, year, yeah. a very good offensive line, great skill position players. What happened? A few years ago, they escaped Minnesota by absolute miracle. And then it didn't matter. They still didn't get to the Super Bowl. What? Last no, they didn't year, escape Minnesota. What are you talking about? You it's, talking called about? Mi- it's called the miracle. It's, Min- it's called the Minneapolis miracle. It's not because yeah, the Saints that's won. That's miracle. The, yes. Minnesota won on the last play of the game. The Rams won on the last play of the game. Minnesota won on the last play of the game. Three straight years losing on the last on, play though. of the game. So you had them getting jacked by Minnesota. Stephon Diggs, just amazing play. 
No, 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 it wasn't. No, 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 it wasn't. No, what are you the Madden doing? player hit the wrong button. He missed the tackle button. He and literally hit the, spin hit the button. stick. He hit the stick instead of Y. Like Stephon Diggs you, caught you, you the ball. You can't give Diggs straight. any credit. No, no, the guy no. just missed. Dude, watch the game. Are you fucking kidding? The guy just straight just up missed. missed. I don't understand. Ball. I've never seen a human act like that. But why? On a why do we have to not ever. give Diggs the point shaving scheme? Is what it was. <laughs> the only way you're missing that tackle is on purpose. Say it, the rookie well, was in the with tackle, the Vegas mob. The Listen, Diggs did the classic no juke juke. It was amazing. Okay, that, give no, he landed money. and the guy right. jumped the wrong way. Hey, we always talk about not rehashing the pass. Can we? Move well, regardless, past this? so Minnesota <laughs> escapes New Orleans. They don't make the Super Bowl that year. Last year, New Orleans gets absolutely screwed. So then everyone's like, all right, we're running this back. It, we, it, it, this was, year was a Super Bowl or bust year for New Orleans. Absolutely. This feels the like Super the Bowl worst of the three to me. And you lose in the wild card round. You're not getting closer to your goal. You are farther, farther away. Where, what yeah. in Drew? I, I'm not saying. No, but again, you're losing on the last play of the game retiring. each time. I'm not saying Drew Brees is retiring, but Drew Brees, any quarterback when you get to Drew Brees' age, but especially a guy like him, he's sitting back and evaluating it after every year recently. And this year, what is supposed to make him think that they're going to be – because the only way he's coming back is to try to win a Super Bowl. What about this team? What about the way they've played – Makes him think that that next year is going to be the year they get it done. Yeah, because they you won thirteen se- games this year, and we're really good all year long. Thirteen meaningless games. Who can listen? The Pats won twelve games. What What is with you guys in the yeah, regular and, season? And Brady's it's coming crazy. Back. What do you mean? Like, why do you care? No, because you, Matt's talking about. Oh man, they blew out everybody. You're talking about thirteen wins. Clearly, it didn't matter at all. They showed you and what you lost they lost on the last play of the game again as an eight-point favorite. Again, as an eight-point favorite at, at home, home against the Minnesota team. Wait, why does what Vegas thinks matter? Never. We're talking because about actual Vegas. team on the field. You're telling me that he would not come back to this team thinking all I need is a real is number not, two receiver? I'm just t- That's just all I need. I need a real number two season. receiver. Listen, That's all no the Saints need offensively. You got a running back. You got two great running backs. You got a great number one. You've got serviceable tight ends. Jared Cook's a very good tight end. All you need is a real number That's two not, receiver no, no team in the world has been a number two receiver away from a Super Bowl. That's the dumbest thing you've ever That's said. That's weird as hell. Okay, it's, That's it's fine. Not, tell me what Tell me what the Saints were missing this year because their defense had secondary. Their defense had Sean Payton running the ball right. They were missing Oh, they definitely need help defensively. Offensively, you need one thing. You need Ooh, a number two receiver. I got something spicy. I got something spicy. Here's the thing. I got a Cajun spice question, Paul. Yes. Do you think that if Taysom – let's say, hypothetically, no. Drew Brees got hurt and Taysom Hill started, that they would have won that game? No. <laughs> Stop. What? We're getting out of control I'm now. I'm saying. We're getting absolutely out <laughs> of control. What are you just saying? There's a reason. Uh, this guy made 29 of 30 passes on the game that he broke the touchdown record. He's not going anywhere. Look at look at the NFC, dude. He just wants to pad his stats. Some this more. is going to get worse for yeah, him. I'm looking at the NFC. Who's make, taking make over the sure, South? Nobody. The Panthers aren't making make? a run up the South. It, the, the South Falcons is irrelevant, are getting older. dude. Winning the it's South not when you're talking about getting into the playoffs and giving yes, your chance. Drew Brees no, isn't not. coming it's back not. to lose in the first round. If he's coming back, it's to make a run up the Super Bowl. He's not going to find a better deal out there than a team that just went – what should have been sitting a nice on his couch, spending time with his games. family with his gazillion dollars, might be a better deal than another wild card loss. You say yeah, another wild right. card loss. This is the first one in years. 
Last year and was the NFC be the first Championship game. Year before was the divisional better. round. I mean, first of all, you That's, talk yeah, about. I don't understand how you how you're. You talk about the South. The South is so terrible. Listen, all the teams in the South have pieces for a quick turnaround. Every single one of them. Yeah, do you think it's Atlanta's going to be as to bad be as they were this year? Look at the rest of the NFC. The Atlanta hasn't had a soul since yeah, the Carolina took it. So yes, Dylan, and I do think Atlanta's going to be as bad. Christian McCaffrey. The oh, 49ers man, yeah. are only getting better. Seattle is going to be better next year, and they have the best have quarterback be. <laughs> in the NFL. You still have the Packers. There's so many good teams in the NFC. If Chicago finds a freaking quarterback... The Vikings, who just beat them, they're not going anywhere. Like, there's so many good teams all so over So you're the telling NFC. me one of the greatest the of all Rams, time is going to look at all that and go, eh, you Rams, know, I'm take my ball and go home. The Super Bowl last year, I'm not telling you if he's going to stay or go. <laughs> I'm just saying, because the you acting out. like him coming back is a foregone conclusion. It is, is a foregone conclusion. I, okay, it very well may be, but I think it's a fruitless effort. He, this is the closest that they were going to be, and it's not going to get better. No, it's last going year was to get closer. Worse. No, but I, I mean, like, this stretch, as Paul had said, the so, cards were aligned. Like, you know how much Marshawn Lattimore is going to cost? Like, he's not going to be cheap. Cam Jordan, not right, cheap. Michael Thomas, not cheap. They're going to have to pay for these guys. Didn't Michael Thomas already get paid? Well, yeah, true, true. So, but I'm just saying, there's a, a lot of big-ass contracts, and... Again, as Paul had stated, this is not getting easier. It's not going to somehow the cards are going to align easier for and, Drew And the Brees. team has to figure out something soon, too, because you cannot allow yourself to get in a situation where another year of Drew Brees ends up costing you both of your backups who might Hashtag take over for the starter. New England. I, I mean, it's it, there becomes a, a point where it's just diminishing returns. And at least you can point Damn to right. New England, but... New England won more Super Bowls. Well, right, but yeah, the principle remains. But, I mean, I mean if, like after, so like they broomed Jimmy G and won, I think, two Super Bowls since then. Right, but, but now they're one. worse for wear no, because of that for the future. Falcons and was with Jimmy G? Jimmy G was on the team with Falcons? Yes. Yeah. All right, so they won one Super Bowl since then. But again, they are much worse now because they don't have him. For because sure, Belichick, but I mean... Who but the pr- but like the, the parallels of the well, situation Well, we don't know that. We don't know what Jared Stidham's going to be as a, as a starting quarterback in the NFL. And Tom Brady is not the reason that New England had a horrible end to their season. Which is absolutely Who the hell was he throwing to? Well, not I mean, just – see, more than the throwing the to. Their <laughs> offensive line. <laughs> 13 points. Uh, Anyone not named Julian Edelman wasn't doing dick on that offense. Their All you have is a slot receiver. Is the worst and their offensive, ever. No, they back. lost their starting center to a life-threatening illness. Not a not just a their year center, missing. Their, their yes, tackle. Their, what do their, they have? Exactly. Their O-line was a patchwork O-line. That I, is their, very fixable. Their O-line is the worst that they've well, – I wouldn't say it's And their receivers were right behind it for how bad they were. commodity in the NFL outside of quarterbacks. But. Hold on. Okay. This seems like we're transitioning to the, to the new game now. Now, Ryan, remind me because I don't remember. Did you pick Tennessee or was that just me? I'm not. I'm not like boasting. Almost all of us picked Tennessee. No, I picked Tennessee. No. Okay, Dodgers, so Ryan, I picked Tennessee as well. Tennessee. We all picked fantastic. Tennessee. So Ryan, since you kind of been railroaded by everybody else with this, why did you pick Tennessee? Because and why did it come like true? They sucked all year. 
I'm just like, yeah, like in fairness, like Tennessee was was not the favorite. Hey, you're picking against the spread, though. We weren't picking straight up winners. We're picking against right. the spread. You know, I, I picked New England to win straight up, but I oh, picked I, Tennessee I, to, I pick Tennessee to win straight up because I pick. Well, I fine. I then I guess I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I said I, I said it flat out. I got the 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 greatest photo of Mike Vrabel of all time behind me, like. I, I knew Tennessee was going to win this because, like, Derrick Henry, like, oh, my goodness, man. Winter Storm that, Henry. That is the bell I mean, how could you bell bet cows. against that? That was crazy. And I just, so surprised. Tennessee found a quarterback. So I mean, They're doing he exactly. Didn't do they didn't do game. shit in the game, but they didn't find a quarterback. But they didn't need to. Right. So it doesn't matter that they found a quarterback. No, but, that, but uh, okay. passes. Oh, No, on. stop, because and it does change the, the game. Derrick Henry ran for over 30 carries. No shit. I know. It's a huge because difference. Because he ran for 180 Chill. yards, which is why they it won. It is a huge difference, because if Mariota is that quarterback, Henry doesn't have that game. You're darn right. Because New England <laughs> doesn't have to play defense the same way. You have to respect Tannehill's ability to Not throw the game. ball, especially down the field. That in fairness, Tannehill play has played really well against New England, too. And, and finally, and again, this is an offensive line that for three years now has should have been one of the better lines in the NFL. But for Michigan some State's reason, Mariota did not play as well as their individual talent. And now they are coming alive. It's a very cohesive unit. I love what Tennessee's doing so much. Everything about what Tennessee yeah, the opposite doing right of now you. is awesome. What does that even mean? Of the Lions. Oh. Well, the building every, of the team is literally the opposite. Everyone is the opposite of us. I mean, we're just... No, but, like, they are the prime example of what you should have been. So sad. God. It is. It's so painful. I just want a GM, yeah. dude. I don't care about any of the rest. I will I will be the Cleveland Browns I, or the Detroit Lions. I just want a GM, man. Like, are you scared? Are you scared about Tennessee moving forward, Ryan? Are you are you trembling in your boots? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was easy, I guess. <laughs> I mean, apparently nobody is because Tennessee's a million point dog against Baltimore, but we'll get to that later. Right. Well, that that's as much as that's going to be about New England, I guess. So the next one, the Washed. one that pains me the most, the dumb-ass game where Deshaun Watson doesn't want to just fall the frick over. <laughs> Buffalo lost in overtime! Come on! And Houston covered! <laughs> I hate that. That makes it so By much worse. It's so stupid. But oh, no, now we, have, we finally get to a quarterback who actually <laughs> performed in the game. I oh, mean, man. giving either this game much lip service is kind of pointless because neither team was going to go any farther than this fucking game anyway. Josh Allen is the most Madden quarterback of all time, though. He had, like, four straight, like, series where he would miss on – hit the throw on first and second, then on third and long, throw he would convert. Houston couldn't He's... tackle for shit in the first, like, two and a half quarters of that game, and then it really had a little bit again in the fourth in near overtime. But, like, Houston missed so many tackles in that game. And when they actually did get a hold of the guy, it was like – one of us trying to tackle him. It wasn't going to happen. Like, in fairness, like Buffalo threw, did the same shit. The ball on what, the kickoff or the <laughs> I mean, punch. Look, they, the they had a safety is, cornerback blitz, and Deshaun did not go down. I hate him for that. We're done. We're not boys anymore. Hang on. They, they crashed into but, each other, which helped Deshaun stay up. In, in the grand scheme of things, regardless if Buffalo out, had escaped or Houston escaped, we saw that, as we expected, 
these were the two lesser teams of the playoffs. And yes. Well, they were as we expected, other, not Dylan. So we got a competitive game. Get out of here. It, it oh, you expected Buffalo to be game. like For good. two and a half quarters, Honestly, I was against the mediocre myself. team. My big <laughs> we were shunning them out. Premature Dylan, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I struck again. I, I, I played myself. <laughs> the only real takeaway from this game for me, and I mean, there's only Is that one Buffalo needs to get, to get some freaking receivers. No, Trade well, everything not, I mean, for Jerry that was, Judy. That was obvious and a quarterback that can throw the ball. That was obvious. And get out of here. Well, that, get out of here. Really they need Buffalo, a real need offensive coaching staff. It is a, a disservice. It is a disservice both to Josh Allen's development and. One of what should be a truly elite back in the NFL being the most underutilized player in the entire NFL. It is pathetic. It is absolutely pathetic how Devin Singletary oh, has not okay. touched the ball Gore. 25 <laughs> to 30 times a game in that offense. Dude, it okay. Is as, absurd. Right. He, as the he person should be who... Christian McCaffrey. Devin I'm, Singletary look, is a is, is like a he little bit awesome less McCaffrey. than Christian McCaffrey. Like that's okay, and that's, that's exactly oh, how he hold should on. be used in that offense. <laughs> yeah, what about, about JJ Watt coming back and getting the sack? Hey, J, J. In fairness to him, I've never really respected JJ Watt on why? the field. But what? <laughs> what? On the field. The but why? why? I understand. He should literally why? have an MVP. What do you because, mean you don't respect him on the field? Because he can't stay on the field. Okay, yeah, he gets hurt a lot. You know, I just what? never thought really much of Ray Lewis as a linebacker. <laughs> I, I mean, in fairness, I liked him as a person, though. Go to nightclub and all I, the time. <laughs> no, 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 no. If anything, Ray Lewis shouldn't have a career because he murdered somebody. But anyway. uh, man, Ray Lewis was so good getting me out of my marriage early. And he shot <laughs> Joey Porter in the ass. <laughs> what is happening? Look, anyways, rails, Jesus baby. Christ. No, but I like Jay, I guess I was just like lulled into a sense of norma- normalcy with how JJ Watt like is as a player, and he reminded everybody emphatically why when he's injured it is a problem. For I think Houston. you're the only one who My forgot. My God, <laughs> man, no, <laughs> like, no, dude, he didn't remind legit. anybody of shit. They're like, oh, look, there's JJ Watt. He's literally on Colin Coward's segment yesterday. As long as he's that on the he field, said the exact same thing. Oh well, as I Colin did. Coward said it. It's got to be gospel. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, you think God. Jim Rome's opinion's valuable that, for no goddamn You know where you think reason, Colin so. Coward learned it from? Jim frickin' Rome. No, not oh, yeah. at all. Oh, I wonder yes. how many times in the playoffs we've gotten a game where both teams' quarterbacks were obviously not only their leading passer, but their leading rusher. Ooh, that spicy. Here? Um, the last time trash-ass I- Frank Gore and Carlos Hyde were running against each other. On the same fucking team with Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> Carlos Hyde, the, the shine of Paul's eye, didn't do shit. <laughs> I'm curious if you guys felt won the game. The last game that Not we him, watched, if Frank you guys out felt the same game. way. So Philadelphia was screwed the moment once got unnecessarily concussed oh, by dude. what was very much a what Shadabian I would call a clowny dirty should play. be fined for I, life. I, I mean, I legitimately think that was dirty, and I think he did it on purpose. And I you would think that you're still chasing cool. after Michigan's helmet. Super not cool. I, I know I have nothing against <laughs> David Clowney. I, I think he got drafted two spots. I forgot too he high, straight but... up grabbed the ball on that play too. Oh, he oh was yeah. A no, <laughs> that is the ultimate too, like, football play for he a defensive player. He decapitated Vincent Smith and scored a touchdown. It was incredible. It, <laughs> there I was is no. no I was, he, didn't, he didn't score a touchdown. No, he did on the ground. Paul, no, Paul's forgetting every major like. Football play of the last twenty years. Will Ferrell. <laughs> what the, is happening? Uh, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. That was me. That was me watching that play. <laughs> you like, were like, "Oh man, he scored I, a I safety. Like, That's crazy. This is awesome." <laughs> so no, I, 
That's a slam dunk. Once once went down, that game was over. <laughs> Seattle. The Chicago Bears me, made the field goal. Seattle crazy. underwhelmed. I did not like watching that. They game, don't have any players. <laughs> I. Neither's Philly. Right, but like. Who like Marshawn Lynch is clearly not the dude everybody like pretended like he was for a second. No, hang on. Seattle was missing like half their O line and D line. Marshawn right. Lynch scored a touchdown. Marshawn Lynch oh, is oh. a thousand years old. Man, he just Skittles. came out of retirement. Right. Like they can they, we they... not blasphemize Lynch for not being a superstar running back right now? Just because Marshawn what? Lynch is old man Jerome Bettis right now, that does not give you the. Seattle no, scored. Jerome Bettis on. during the Super Seattle Bowl scored was awesome. seventeen Get points and won by one score against the Carson Wentzless Eagles. Yeah, not That's impressive. A problem. Not impressive. I didn't say that. Look, I didn't say that it was impressive in and of itself. I think the only real positive is that DK Metcalf. Uh, uh, yeah, he uh, he did some nice things. I mean, can we at least say that we're had, all looking had forward? Half of Russell Wilson's receiving yards. I mean, the fact that we're that getting Seattle and Green Bay, we get to watch the Again. fake refs Hell yeah. replayed for us. We get to we get to watch the touchdown interception in the end zone replayed for us, uh, and and the missed uh, in the worst uh, onside kick recovery I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I don't know if that man still has a life anymore. I have no desire to watch that game. Who was that guy? Who who? How do you have no desire who, to watch what was at was one point the end. NFC Championship game? A couple. Five years I'll ago. be honest, the, the Seattle like Green Bay playoff games have been fire. And I don't think this will be any different. Neither of these two teams is winning anything that matters. I mean, if they I'm just gonna win, be and get frustrated. win a playoff game. I'm just <laughs> going to be frustrated about what's not around Russ. And watching Aaron Rodgers smug ass beat a team that this has the, nothing... It's just like this is all the this is all the worst. Why you guys laughing at my statement that I still think Russell Wilson's the MVP? How is it not so freaking obvious? Because well, you told me DK Metcalf anything. wasn't better than Willie Sneed, so <laughs> um, <laughs> clearly not anymore. But I'm just saying, like Russell, uh, that was a Russell very Will- defensible take. Oh, it's okay. not. It's not. He anymore. said it a week ago. Like right. He said it right. when he was in college or when they got drafted. I mean, DK still can't run a route and still has the agility of a like, dude. But he he dog. can get fifty fifty balls with the re- with the best. Willie Sneed is one hundred nine years old. Giant. <laughs> Willie Sneed is Look. only like a six year vet. He's not even that old. Only <laughs> by you Ryan years, he he's forty five. When he had Drew Brees, yeah, he was, he was fantastic in the slot when he had Drew Brees. Anyway, Seven oh my rounds. goodness. Back on I'm the breeze, back on the breeze, there's a, there's he has a no chance. Defense. There's a very serious chance that Russell Wilson with legitimately nothing is going to make the NFC title game. That's all I'm saying. I don't what? know how legitimate it is with a broken ass team going into Green Bay. It's so broken. It's very broken. Like that that and team yet is missing he some still is doing what he can do. Like yeah, he scored I, seventeen no, he points. It's Russ's fault. It's Philly. not Russ's fault. But no, yeah, fault. Matt keeps saying that it's Russ's fault. I'm not Still saying it's Russ's fault. I did not. I what are you talking you know about? I literally said his team points? is broken. Big time, Marshawn. Let's go. All right. So meanwhile, Minnesota's going to the Bay. Does anyone give Minnesota a chance? Yes. Well, should we do this Absolute during yes. picks? But what, we're what just doing an overview. We're talking, yeah, we're doing overviews okay. of all of them. Yeah, Minnesota absolutely has a chance. Hell yeah, they have a chance. Are you kidding me? You, no, there's no question that there isn't. Like, there, first off, it's clear how much different this team is when Adam Thielen is healthy 
Like, they already were doing really solid without him, but now that he's back, we clearly see his impact. On top of that, I mean, Kirk has already done the, arguably the hardest thing he's going I, to do. I did get word, though, the NFL did decline their waiver to have the game move to 1 o'clock. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> that, that, Absolute that's bullshit. Hurt Minnesota a little bit. They've Captain actually Kirk moved it to Monday night undefeated. football. Oh, They're oh. like, if Kirk's going to do it, we're going to make him do it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I, don't, the, no, I got a question for you guys. Does the, defense score, does the defense score a touchdown to this game? We're talking about the Niners defense. We're talking about the Vikings defense. No. They're two very no. good defenses. I mean. Yeah, but these two offenses are extremely efficient. I don't and think they run the ball a lot, but right. That, it's a, that's just a we've, we've seen them have multiple pick games on it. Both I mean, quarterbacks, had them. Kirk's had them. Both quarterbacks are prone to fumbles. And I think that Garoppolo's much worse than Kirk is. Kirk does pretty well, solid. Kirk fumbles almost every time he gets hit. That's not true because if he goes left, he's fine. The problem is, is Mike Zimmer keeps doing boots to the right. Maybe because he's right-handed. <laughs> Kirk, no, legitimately, if you look at the actual, like, analytical numbers, Kirk Cousins rolling left is lethal. Like, it's absurd how good he it's is rolling left. It's still a lot easier to roll right-handed quarterback right. It's not, apparently, for this guy. I, I'm <laughs> telling you, Kirk... Cousins expects it, so they do it once a game. And I'm, t- I'm telling you, I'm not... Completion. I, like, I'm not doing this in jest. I am very I, serious. I'm not Kirk saying Cousins your numbers are off. I'm just first... saying that I take those numbers with a giant grain of salt with a right-handed quarterback. I mean, I've seen it, though. Like, it's on like, Sunday night against Dallas. Completion like, on flea flickers against everything else. <laughs> flea flicker every play. Every play. <laughs> no, like, the, the, when it, it was something that they showed as a stat on Sunday night football when Minnesota was playing Dallas. And over his entire career... Kirk Cousins, when he rolls left, his percentage, his completion percentage is, I think, 10 points higher. His average completion per pass is five yards more. But how, he, how, he's how much absurdly more good. open are the guys? How often do they run it in comparison? Like, there's so many like quite a, and more than you would think. Like, Minnesota, I believe, is the highest I, I because mean, Kirk just, is so good Are we good just going to tell Kirk to start throwing it across his body every time he wants to complete a pass? Well, it's more I mean, that he, when he it's more that when he rolls left he sets much better. Yeah, than he's already he almost square. <laughs> he has when he throws the ball. <laughs> and there's also probably somebody wide the fuck open. Also true. Well, okay, look, I like I don't need to really justify the numbers. Like this is it's people far smarter than myself well, have already proven. I, we this believe as, like, the numbers. Fact. I just think that we have varying opinions on the degree that they I matter. just think that it's more proof that there is a chance that Kirk Cousins is the first quarterback that may be at least slightly on the spectrum. <laughs> he what? can't play certain God, in certain conditions, Jesus. and he can only roll left in I'm order sure to be. I'm just saying. Have been on the spectrum. Jesus Christ! Look at Lamar. Kind of racist that shit. Get him! Get him! <laughs> get him! Ryan! Get his ass! I'm, I'm pretty sure it's statistically fact that more. No, look, are on there the has team, there has been legitimate discussion that, that because this like that one PM thing is a legit. Well, no, that that Kirk's <laughs> so issue with the 1 p.m. thing is because it is a legitimate, like, cognitive routine sort of deal that fucks him up. I mean, he won a big game. Whatever. I'm, I'm over the Kirk Cousins can't win shit narratives. Oh, I, I am too, but Matt's going to cling to it even though he's a freaking Spartan. You I wasn't traitorous cl- ass. I mean, it ain't just Matt. Ryan's a hating ass too. No, not nearly as much. I mean, he, he just doesn't love Kirk nearly as much as we Because he worships at the goddamn altar of fake Kirk. Well, I'm aware. But, Garbage like, I am I, I, I mean, am the number talk one. talk about look at the numbers and I don't have to justify myself. Go look at those numbers in Michigan State. See what happens. 
What do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, what we've do done I mean? this before. That we're not doing this. Oh, 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 oh you're talking about the times. number. We're not doing this I, again. I'm curious. Well, no, I'm curious, Ryan, just, just for my own sake. So are we talking about the numbers where Connor Cook wasn't a team captain? Is that it? <laughs> Is that the number we're, we're talking about? You look at wins. You look at oh, 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 we're stat. quiet. You, you we're legitimately quiet, want to look at, at Michigan State. I mean, tell I me think that's more productive. How about we look at Hart? How, how's about another thing? Why don't we <laughs> give Kirk the – why don't we, why don't we get – hold on. We, we want to talk about numbers. How's about we give Kirk the same amount of NFL players that, that Cook had? Are we really doing this right now? Please. I mean, Kirk had I mean if we, apparently Kirk, we have Kirk to. Kirk did have Lady <laughs> Bell, but point still stands. And B.J. Cunningham. Keyshawn Yo, people that you have never mentioned. I'm the one who carries the water for BJ. How dare That's you? That's not even a little bit true. Oh, my goodness. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> you brought it go, up. Go, you go brought ahead. it up. It's a disease. No, it's because you guys said, well, Ryan, he's Kirk Cousins. Ha, ha, ha. Well, Matt, you, you asked the question, uh, and I feel like you disagree. Yeah, you do. Uh, no, I, I honestly I honestly just love the question. As far as – I mean, they absolutely has a chance. I The Niners <sighs> – They've had a they've had a really good year. It started off with beating Girls. a bunch of bad teams. Yeah, and Ryan, I'm not against your belief in them being you know semi frauds, but they went 13 and three. They beat Seattle in the last game of the year in okay, Seattle. Okay, I'm pretty sure we have to, to stop calling them frauds at this point. No, no uh, in fairness, they've been the most bipolar team in the entire league. Well, I don't care. I don't care if they lose this game by 14 points. They're not frauds anymore. I'm not saying they're frauds, but I do nope, think that they New Orleans all, gets to be frauds at 13 and three. So to say. out no of all said of the New teams, Orleans was a fraud. <laughs> Nobody I, I said that. that. <laughs> I'm just, no, they just I, said I Drew Brees should retire after this year because I didn't even say right. he should. <laughs> oh I said my god! Because he was the quarterback of a fraud. Because in fairness, I did. I said he was trash ass, and then look what happened. Self fulfilling prophecy. Called it. No, bitch. I mean, look, god powers. Thirteen powers. wins don't anyway, matter. When the Niners have a lot of great game. pieces, phenomenal pieces in the running game. We've got the best tight end in football, probably, and a great defense. And there's just not that much known about Jimmy G yet because his first this is his first full year. So it's how much he hasn't won a big game. Can you put into this? When the best things he's done has been stepping in for Tom Brady when Tom Brady's been hurt or preseason stuff before this season. So, Their hand stuff. You know, experience is going to, you know, is definitely going towards the Vikings. They've been here a few times throughout these last five years. What, th- three times in five years with a lot of these yeah. same guys? Niners haven't been here in a while. And Levi Stadium is going to be rocking. You know that. No, oh, man. Niners, Niners fans love their team. And it's going to oh. be freaking rocking out there. I think defense is going to play a big part in this game, especially for the Niners. I think they're going to need their defense to really step up in this game. And the running game needs to do what it's done, and that's going to be tough against that Vikings defense. So here's the here's a little stat that that is fascinating, by the way, is that no team in this in the NFL play or wild card round, I believe the stat was that no team scored more than 21 points in regulation. And that, to me, means that this game is going to be extremely low, and I don't have a whole lot of confidence that this really young 49ers team is all of a sudden going to play really good in a game that's so tight and defensive-oriented. We haven't really seen that from them this year. I just... We've seen them play blowouts or in, in high-scoring games like what they had against New Orleans, but I don't, I don't know. I don't I'm honestly them. mad because we should have had this game last week. It is a travesty that the way the NFL is set up that a 13-win New Orleans team 
that beat San Francisco had to play on Wild Card Weekend. They, did they didn't beat them. They Dude, beat what San is going on with you? Jesus, the what Niners won that game. Dude, Paul, are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm Do not. you need I'm help? Really I don't know. What is happening? I don't know. I thought the Saints won. <laughs> no, you the Niners won. You keep forgetting shit. <laughs> I really am fucked up this week. I don't know, man. This is awful. All right, well, that answers that question. Also, no, you know what's more... <laughs> sorry, sorry, NFL. <laughs> no, I, I I'll be real. You know, what's, you know what's more messed up? How is the Vikings-Niners game not kicking at 8? Why is the Titans-Ravens game at 8? Lamar. Nighttime football. But, what are you talking about? It's, a, it's Saturday, Lamar, right? Mm. Yes, it's a Saturday. Yeah, Why is the, the Saturday game games not are later kicking, then? Always oh, start later. It, they start it at actually... Four and eight. Super... No, it, they're the same day. They are. My, you're not. Ma- ma- why is the primetime slot not that the Vikings? Well, it's it's even more of a fucking travesty because San Francisco's a West Coast team playing the fucking right. early game. It's even worse. Yeah, what we're getting a day. What are you talking about, guys? We're getting a day game and a night game on Saturday. What is he not getting? About I don't this? understand. What What is he know. not getting about this? <laughs> why does the My better pro- matchup with the West Coast team not getting the night game? Right. <laughs> Because to make it a night yeah. game, you have to make well, it a 10 o'clock kickoff. Bitch asses, and they didn't win 14 games. What? It's not. Let's oh, go. my God. All right, we're done. Matt's not getting it. Well, no, right, hold on. on. I understand what Matt's saying. It's just really stupid. Okay. And it, it doesn't make sense because if it kicks at 8 no, on the no, East Coast, he's it's saying, not a fucking... He's saying it's not a night game because it wouldn't be fucking dark in San Francisco. Yes. Like, if they it's... had the 8 o'clock slot. But that's not true anyways. It's fucking... It does get dark at five o'clock. It's winter. Right <laughs> like, come yeah, on. In fact, their sunsets earlier than ours, so he's wrong on both counts. But that's what he was trying to say. Sure. All right. Moving on to the next game. There, I think it's pretty short and sweet. The Titans are going to get <laughs> destroyed. Uh, this is at night in Baltimore. It's not. I don't know. The Titans kind of have the pieces to not get punked. Not. Not to, in. Uh, it's not at night in Matt's world. No, no, no. no. But they, shut up. <laughs> not a Ryan Tannehill. What you were missing is that both games would have been at night if you would have made Baltimore the 4 o'clock game. Against all I said this game you get a day game and a night game, which is what I said. Anyway, the Titans have a defense and a running game. Two things to help keep I mean, every great offense. Those, no, no, they don't. No, they don't. A lot of The Lions didn't have either this year. I disagree. <laughs> the Lions didn't have a defense good, or a running game. So we're talking about good ones. They have a good defense, and they have a very good running game and a great running back. And a great way to keep Lamar Action Jackson on the sideline is to run the damn ball and eat up the clock and take eight and a half minutes to get your touchdown or field goal try. You really think that the time of possession is going to be in Tennessee's favor? That no, is... that's not what I said. Jesus. <laughs> I'm putting words well, around. What... I said they got some pieces that can make it to be a tighter game because they can yeah. keep – Baltimore there's, off the field no as much as they like to be. There's no reason to think Baltimore or Tennessee can't win this game. So Tennessee really does have a more lethal balanced attack than Baltimore in the regard that but what? Tennessee does not need one part of their game clicking to make the other work. No one has stopped Baltimore on the ground this year, but if a team like, I don't know, the 8th-ranked rushing defense in Tennessee puts a hurting on Baltimore and forces Lamar not to just complete passes because he's shown he can do it, but to complete passes when everyone is knows he has to pass the ball, which he has not had to show a single time this season, 
But that's also not how he works because the, the, he's proven multiple times that even in passing situations, he'll still run. And it works, though, too. And here's another thing and something that can't be ignored. It's going to be 65 degrees in Baltimore for this game. That hurts Tennessee a lot. How in the world does wow. that hurt Tennessee? It's like beautiful weather. That's the, no, I'm what? aware. Running because if you really want a top kind of game where the the ground is going to be garbage. Yes, and I, I, going... wa- I want to try to tackle Lamar in the backfield when there's fucking snow on the ground. That'll help. Well, hey, well snow is white, so then you can see the wall. listen so one of the things that nobody has talked about in this game and i have no idea why other than the fact that everyone thinks baltimore is going to roll tennessee has a pretty solid rush defense eighth in the nfl you got baltimore way down at 21st which is not abhorrent but they're about to see something they have not seen all year a team that can absolutely control the game on the ground with hurricane henry just running all over them and if they cannot stop him the play action is going to murder them you're going to have Tannehill dunking all over them and they're not going to know Ryan where it's Tannehill. coming from yes, what's it like Ryan the, right let's <laughs> against all pro cornerbacks right against what all pro cornerbacks that are getting man. punked and stiff-armed into oblivion by frickin' Derrick Henry. Yes. Also, hold on. You 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 said that they haven't seen a rushing attack like this like this Tennessee team. They have seen Seattle, New England, Houston. What? L.A. Why Rams. Why did you just what? name three teams? Why are you naming teams that can't run the fucking ball? I am going to tell you why in a second because they held the Texans to seven points, the Rams to six, the 49ers teams that to don't seventeen. Run the the Niners, Niners, the Niners the is the, run the only ball one. More than anybody. The Niners is the only one in your point that made any damn sense. And Seattle, the number one rushing team, or sorry, second to Baltimore. Yeah, they but they're both trash ass runners. Oh my! F- Seattle's God. offensive hey, line Carson is garbage. He's a trash ass runner. Seattle's offensive line <laughs> is garbage. Oh my! Houston's God. success in the ground game comes oh. more from their quarterback than anybody else. Oh, you they mean the guy you hate with a burning passion? Anything close to resembling the front and the backs that Tennessee is going to prevent You're right. From them. For the 49ers are are no comparison it to is the no god tier Tennessee because they run a completely different rushing attack with completely different backs and a very different run blocking scheme, and are not the third best running team in the NFL. Really tied for second behind only Baltimore. No one in the NFL is trotting out a line like Tennessee with a back like Derrick Henry. Baltimore, in their 21st straight, if Baltimore has a weakness, it is their front seven on defense. I am not saying Baltimore is going to lose this game and they don't have a chance to beat Tennessee. Sure but to like gloss it, over the problems that they are going to have and to act like they have seen this before is absurd, other than the fact when they played Tennessee... And I'm pretty sure that I'm not wrong about that. I know I've been fucked up today. No, they didn't. They didn't play Tennessee. Come on, man. They did not. No, they did not. Dude, get out of here, Paul. <laughs> get the. But you're missing one key point. If the defense is not doing its job, Tennessee's head coach is going to suit up at halftime and show them how to play linebacker. <laughs> Him and his and, stupid and catch grand. touchdowns from his quarterback at the goal line. Brady to Vrabel, what? like five different times. What is wrong with? <laughs> oh my God. 
Man, this is this is a stupid. I'm pretty sure Vrabel has yeah. a touchdown I, in the Super Bowl. He, I maybe. I think. I, 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 think I, I don't understand I how all of us, just, literally all of us on this podcast, pick Tennessee to go into New England and have a competitive game, if not win outright. Every single one of us, and yet you think they cannot turn around and arguably a better matchup for them. Not hang with both. It's not. A, it's not even close to arguably a better. They're match. going it's up against a much better close. offense than what they were facing. This in the close. I mean, that's not even. And you're MVP going up against a much worse the defense. Quarterback of all time. You are a ground, okay. You are a control the clock team that now gets to play a much worse defense. This is heaven for Tennessee. Much worse than New New England were proven to be frauds who padded their stats with a weak weak roster. Or sorry, yeah, schedule. the the third defense by DVOA adjusted for <laughs> competition. Is a fraud defense? Sure, they are. I mean, we saw it. It's not that good. 184 yards on 34. I, I cannot points. believe Baltimore the is not giving that up. From literally everybody on Tennessee last week to thinking they don't have a chance, it blows my mind. This has happened many times in the past in the NFL. It, quite often, actually, where teams in the wild card they pull this upset and then they get run. Oh, I'm sorry. No, and Baltimore just beats the shit. New out England them. still finished right. as the number one. DVOA defense in the NFL, not number three. You know what? Fine. Well, you want to put your money. What, half no, of the year they scored a trillion. You want you want to put your money where your mouth is, Paul. Paul, Paul, Paul. It is I'm a tired of hearing about you this. You are so certain. You are so certain about this Ryan Tannehill shit, which is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. By the way, fine. Put the money on. Put money w- uh, with me on the spread. Then, if you're that certain, done. All right. Way and to give away is. picks, guys. I. Y'all this couldn't have fucking waited to do this part in the, in the pitch. <laughs> well, well, I mean, uh. we'll get there. We'll be more trash talking during picks. I, All right. Move on. We need to, we, I'm cutting this part out because it's a spoiler. Talking about the game, the sure. one that we should be talking about, no one has a goddamn chance. I don't even know. We don't even need to talk about the goddamn game. Houston versus Kansas City. Why? They beat them. Close. No, dude, stop. They beat them. Stop. Did Tennessee, did, Tennessee, did Houston not beat Kansas City this year? I will, I will bet you now, apparently, because you're both being stupid. Houston isn't going to be within two scores. Oh, no, I'm just playing devil's advocate right now. I'm not actually putting it <laughs> You mother. I mean, they, they did. They won in Kansas City. Yeah, in they Kansas won in City, Kansas City. But this was also when, Kansas I'm almost City's positive, this was now. when um, this was, we weren't sure of the health coming back. of the MVP. <laughs> and also, you know, Mahomes yeah. was playing and Tyreek Hill played. Yeah, what week was Look, this, though? I mean, when, wasn't this like right after right. he came back from being hurt? Yeah. Like, Seven, six. Yeah. Oh, get the hell out of here! So I think it was like right after he came back from being hurt. Who, and Mons? the other thing too, yeah, like Mons. low key, Kansas City's defense has actually played pretty darn well. I, weirdly enough, no pun intended. Houston is a pretty Jekyll and Hyde team. Absolutely, but they <laughs> are. Gonna be they don't Jekyll have like enough Jekyll player. or Hyde in them to be Kansas City. <laughs> they don't have Hyde at all. He's trash. All right, that's yeah. absurd. Oh, they actually do have Hyde. Well, against the <laughs> against the Chiefs. I can't believe Dylan's so fervent that an Andy Reid team is going to win. <laughs> hey, it's not the AFC exactly. title game. Yet. It's not the title game or the Super Bowl, so he's he's all behind Andy oh, Reid. God, I would, yeah. I want oh, so bad. I want a Tennessee, Minnesota Super Bowl. Jesus Christ, he's like forgot the team. Oh man, he had to that make sure they didn't radio. play each other already. No, I right. was trying to read something. I was I was reading something. Paul had a stroke. God, that would be a Super Bowl that would have one of the lowest viewerships in the history of Super Bowl. It would Bowls. be one of the best. Super if it was Bowls two six seeds, think of it. it this would is absolutely... what we had with two five six games for the championships. It would be such and the two six seeds it would for the be Super Bowl in all time 
Super Bowl. I think that for like football heads, it would be brilliant, but I do think that general. Yeah. Oh, I agree. The ratings would be terrible. No, they'd be terrible because the Super Bowl is all about cash. Yeah, but fans. I don't give a shit about that. I don't that. care I want about a good the ratings game. either. Like, it's no, not. <laughs> it's also a shit halftime show anyway. It's always. Oh, come. oh what is it this year? Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez w- and Shakira. Stop. So unless LL Cool J comes out to do some shit, I'm not going to be watching. No, so did you see LL heard- Cool J at? New Year's Eve. Can we just can we cancel LL Cool J? <laughs> what do you mean? Can, he, no, I no, thought no. You hate I want him doing. Culture. I want him doing what he's actually you know known for doing, which was being on stage with the microphone. NCIS LA, <laughs> <laughs> getting almost eaten by sharks. Him and Robin need to come out at halftime with the chick from The Incredibles. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, okay, so that game's done. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> it's done, just like <laughs> And then Green Bay-Seattle, which I think is going to be a compelling game, but good God, it's going to be bad football. I do think this is around. the hardest game to pick. I, oh, absolutely. I, it's not even it's, close. <laughs> I don't know. Either team could super shit the bed, or both teams could play like way higher than what they will be in the NFC title game. I think we both agree, though, the winner of this game is not winning the NFC. I'm No. And I, no they chance. also play super weird games. I mean, a few years back, you had Seattle and Green Bay, and you thought Seattle was going to put a hurt on Green Bay. Russ Wilson throws literally five interceptions in the worst game of his career. Your God! Green, Green Bay's up mm. by a million and loses. Wait, what are we talking about? Which which game is this? Yeah, was, that, it the, I, was it one of the or was it the Super Bowl year for Seattle? It was the Wilson it was the Des Bryant catch the. Pettigrew yeah. pass interference. It was the crazy year, and it was also the interception on the goal line in the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, Russ was shit that year too. Oh yeah, wait, God, wasn't that the year that Aaron Rodgers went into the game with like a torn calf? Yep. Yeah. Torn calf. Which is why everyone said. Which is like, why everyone was. Which is why everyone expected Seattle to win the NFC that year was because Aaron Rodgers, who was playing great, tore his calf against the Cowboys, and was and not healthy Mike for the McCarthy. NFC Championship. And because Mike McCarthy is a running game atheist. Well, I think Mike he had Aaron Jones back, back when Ty Montgomery was worth a day. He actually has a, a good running back. No, wait, that was Eddie Lacy. Yeah, that was Eddie Lacy at running back, the forgotten Eddie. offensive player, rookie of the year. I've never it's, it's, in it's my life. It's because in his second season, he ballooned it like a fucking elephant. Yeah, and he's been out of the league for two years. Bullshit made for him to defend him than anybody <laughs> in the history of the world. He had a torn calf! Sure what do you want him there. to do? He, he still had a ran. Torn calf. <laughs> sure he did. It's echoing. It's still echoing. And Michael God. Jordan had fucking going, j- just finished his cancer treatments when he fucking had that big game. My God. What? I mean, the flu, the game. flu game? It was the flu. You mean Calm the whole... your tits. Well, I mean, no, but he, Paul was being hyperbolic to emulate the fact that you are making all these if, excuses for only, I wasn't making all these I was saying one thing and leave the game when they have heat cramps Wait, look I don't I don't know what to <laughs> no no he carried off the court with carried the off cramps. the court <laughs> the freaking bats in the ceiling weren't even as hot as he was get the fuck out of here <laughs> what shit is this stands and jeans <laughs> I mean, carried to target urgent care uh, okay, in fairness, they got your ass on that one. That's very inconsistent of you. <laughs> all right, all right. I think it's time to go on to an actual title game. That Matt should go to, but he won't. <clears throat> yeah, Matt, don't you just shell out. Yeah, right the fuck? <laughs> like $1,000. <000. laughs> 
I'm telling you, it's going to be lit for you, though. I mean, I want to hear what you're going to do for the uh, college football national title game. Are you going to New Orleans? No, I am not going to New Orleans for the national title game. Why not? Yeah, hang on. Because I do not want to get shot. What do you mean? Uh, That's racist, also. Uh, Really? (laughs) I did not say a single race of people. I said I do not want to get shot. Have you read the news in New Orleans? Someone's getting shot damn near every day. Almost like your area of Chicago that you love so much. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Uh, look, you and I both know New Orleans isn't exactly the safest place in the world. So, well, Actually, to be fair, Louisiana in general is not exactly the greatest state in the <laughs> Union. I mean, you can say that about a lot of the South. No, I like... Mean, as Louis- long as you tell people you're ruined for LSU, you'll be fine. Like, <laughs> that's... You, no, you Louisiana's really like incarceration rate is ridiculous, and their violent crime rate per capita is like absurdly. You high. can say that like, about true, a lot of this. Well, no, no, dude, like True Detective is not really fiction. That's all. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm looking at the stupid no, there, NFC shit going down like every Seattle day. And Green Bay. This has to I mean, be. It, you don't think that there's going to be like a higher, higher like police, you know presence though for that game i mean yeah but there's gonna be more people too yeah yeah but you're acting like there's gonna be like a mass shooting there or something no i mean don't jinx it dylan <laughs> stop. no stop right stop <laughs> you are not putting that on me don't you dare <laughs> no chance that's not dylan, funny you, you only all. have one way to get out of this you gotta he celebrate says, it now so that won't happen celebrate it no Oh, yes! Gosh. Yes! Oh, 500 God. dead in New Orleans! Yes! No. No. And it's only halftime! <laughs> Finally, oh, Chicago God. is not the murder capital of the weekend. Oh, God. That's oh, so God. dark. This is one day that up. puts New Orleans uh, over the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. That's some dark hit. Okay, the worst part is some shit's gonna go down, and I'm just never gonna. It's gonna I'm be gonna your be fault. Depressed forever. <laughs> Those that blood is on your hands. Oh, I am a guy. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to. They're gonna take. They're gonna take this podcast, and they're gonna put it as fucking evidence in the trials. They're gonna well, be like, God. listen. This was an act of higher power. This man did not do this murder of his own volition. In Louisiana, I would get tried. Claire's entire family gets arrested. <laughs> oh, God. Dylan, honestly, as a Bears fan, you should really appreciate this game. I was looking back at the NFC Championship. This has to be in like a big-time modern football game, the worst quarterback game of all time. You really, you're really still on this? Aaron, we on I'm, this. I'm appalled. Yeah, maybe worst quarterback I'm big appalled game, but looking at this. San Francisco win 9-0 this year. You have two of the better quarterbacks in the NFL, Russ Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. They combined for six interceptions. They had less yeah, than one was playing on one leg. Less than four hundred combined yards. Was it like three and three, or was it like five and one? It was two and it was four. Five and one. It was two and four. It was, it was pretty good split. Well, they, and two combined no, touchdowns. One had, one had twice <laughs> not, as many as really. the other. Two combined touchdowns. Both of them threw a touchdown. Just disaster. 50% completion percentage, rating combined less than 50, like just garbage, pure garbage. And this yeah, is Aaron Rodgers was on ago. one leg. Stop with the bullshit, man. It's he not bullshit. T- it's he had a, playing a torn <laughs> fucking cap. He you had are out a, of your mind if you do that as a matter. He had 
a 12-yard rush that doesn't account for yeah, the 15 which was amazing. People lost their freaking mind that he did that. Before crossing the line of scrimmage, this man run 25 yards no, on one play. You can he do revisionist history cap. all you want. Go watch oh, the game again. The fool is oh, limping all over the place. And look, when he look, did look, do look, that look, big look. run, you know what he was doing? People lost their mind. He was doing the classic, I dropped the pass. Oh, my God, I think I pulled my hamstring. Uh-huh. Look, I, I just I don't have a horse in this race because – if Aaron Rodgers had, you know, Aaron like, literally lost, if he had lost his leg in that game, would we really be worse for it? I don't know. No, if Aaron Rodgers had died in that game, would we be worse for okay. it? Okay. No. I mean, you no. know what? You know what no. we need to do? We That's need to. We need to make sure. We need to make sure that Aaron Rodgers is in the Bayou this weekend. Anyway, uh, so half of us nailed this game perfectly. The other half <laughs> did not. Ryan, you and I, congratulations. That one wasn't hard, obviously. LSU looked this leaps and bounds better than Oklahoma. the last thing in the world you should be congratulating yourself on. Oh, I, I will congratulate Ryan and myself on this, absolutely, for picking Clemson to win this, this football game old, over Ohio man. State. So now we have got the Tigers versus the yeah. Tigers. The defending champions are having an actual chance to defend their championship, something they never would have had in the BCS era. And the team that has looked the best pretty much all season, LSU, with a chance to really do something for a head coach that has been overlooked, bad mouth, discarded, right. disregarded. Coach Orgeron, one of the most entertaining coaches to listen to because you got to spend the next half hour trying to figure out what the hell the man just said. Joe Burrow has been, I mean, Jesus, seven touchdowns in the first half. Against Oklahoma. Oklahoma, if you're listening, go get a goddamn defense, man. Jesus. I hear seven touchdowns still, and I'm like, In a half. (laughs) In a half. Like, go get a goddamn defense. Go spend some money. Put all that money in the suitcase that you would give to all the offensive players and go get a defense you can hang with these guys because you're getting laughed at by the real teams. It's not that simple. I don't know if Paul has ever been, like, like, I don't know if he's ever been more vindicated than seeing that Big 12 defense get just shredded. It was so stupid. <laughs> like I watched, not, And they're not a team that was meant to come back. You are not meant to come back with Jalen Hurts as your quarterback. You're a running team oh, more than God, you are a passing man, team. Come on. The only thing. The only, <laughs> I wasn't bad mouth anymore. It was the in, offense man. they ran around and They were a rushing team. That is not an offense you want when you have to come back. The only redeeming quality of that game was – it was over after the first quarter, and I got to go back to working on my house. <laughs> like, I mean, it looked good to start. Know. Oklahoma scored a touchdown. Cool. We're at seven-seven. Cool. They're they're hanging in, with in them. In fairness, <laughs> if that if that pi had been called, like Oklahoma was kind of with it for a second, <laughs> and then they were like, "Wait a minute, we can't well, play these was, guys." What, seven zero. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was ten to seven at the time. <laughs> Oklahoma was driving. They, Bro, they, they um, before Jaylen Oklahoma decided pass, to give up a... seven passing touchdowns in a half of nah, football. For real, like like uh, for all jokes aside, like Oklahoma did have a spark that kind of got undercut because they didn't have a penalty called. Now that now look what they did after that is the most abhorrent like <laughs> college football performance I've ever seen from a defense ever. I, I can't. I don't say this to be mean. Team ever doing that. You're you are actually correct. Like. Calls like that early in a game can really shift how shit plays out because it changes the whole game, regardless of final score. But they were so fucking pathetic. I just don't care. Like I just, <laughs> I'm just like, dude. Like, but I. This is enough lip service for this game. When we move on, I said no, the sentiment. I, I have a question about. Okay. So yes, yes. You had 
basically you had um, this article and one of the questions in it was and now you know we're not getting to it today but maybe some other time whenever and one of the questions was if they had the college football playoff you know way back then the last 40 years and all these coaches who got fired because they didn't win national championships or what have you if they had made that many college football playoffs would the coaching carousel that we've seen throughout history look any different and with everybody always kind of linking Lincoln Lincoln Riley to the NFL this year it was the Cowboys job and of course that didn't happen because that went to uh, McCarthy you know is there a chance that Oklahoma uh, you know, ends up getting fed up with Lincoln Riley. If they keep making it to the college football playoff and they keep running through the Big 12, and then every time they get to, uh, you know, play Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, whoever it is, in the first game of the playoff, and they just get absolutely ran off the field. Not in any universe. Well, okay, not, not in any thing. universe. And this is what I have preached for so long, is college football is an extremely segmented sport. In teams, in conferences... Everyone is That's playing. Paul avoiding his favorite word, Everyone segregated. is playing for different things. He's segmented. All he, he he did, but he wanted to say. Uh, even take just just take the Power Five. All sixty-eight or 64? 64, 68? 64. It doesn't matter. Right all all sixty-four okay, Power yeah. Five teams. They're not playing for the same thing. Yes, technically, theoretically, they could make the playoff and could win the title, but we know that's not realistic. It is a very segmented sport, both within conference and with... No, segmented. Stop saying segregated. This is not 1925. Stop. Uh, Whether you want it to be or not. The good old days. (laughs) It is... Everyone is playing in their own little world. Part of Oklahoma's problem on the defensive side of the ball is the way that they recruit. And part of the reason they recruit the way they recruit is so that they can run the Big 12. It is a conference-wide problem. They are not going on a yearly basis to compete with Clemson and Alabama and LSU. And Ohio State would have done the same thing to Oklahoma. They're not going to compete with those teams year in and year out. It will take – they might have a year where they have a special quarterback or just a better team than even normal for them where they can really do something. But that's the same thing for – most of college football, and everyone is playing for different things. They're a successful season yeah. for Oklahoma is winning the Big 12 championship. It doesn't the, matter. The what follow-up the question playoff. to like the recruiting thing is: if you see that all these other teams that you meet up with in the playoff and they're the best of other conferences recruit a different way and they smack the shit out of you, who is the best of this specific way you recruit? Why wouldn't you just recruit like them? Well, because and then still beat the shit out of all the other Big 12 teams. But then when you get to the playoff, you finally have a chance to win a game. But the reason is because in football, because of how regionalized it is, you're only as good as the worst team in your conference. Part of the reason why Ohio State is able to be as good as they are, obviously part of it is because they are who they are, but it's because all the teams around them are touting them up to make them better same thing as the sec why do acc like outside of clemson just doing a honestly exactly what you're inferring the rest of the acc are a cesspool because like that's what they are clemson is able to overcome it so in theory the answer to your question is do what clemson's doing defensive players did clemson did exactly that and the reason is because of venables like the problem is that lincoln riley is not not a defensive dude they need somebody who has a mind for it. So it's not him. I mean, you can have a defensive coordinator on your staff. Then it's doing. not. It's not Wade that Phillips simple. So here's the thing: we all know that. That's right. When you get to the Wade. elite teams, we're not talking about beating up on the also reigns. We're talking about getting to truly the next step because they're in the playoff every year. The next step is 
becoming LSU for them. Like, that is their next step. To get to that, it's not getting a couple decent players on defense. It is year in and year out pulling elite defensive players. And changing how you how go about it, your business. Even if you try your hardest, how are you convincing that many defensive standouts out of high school every single year to come to the Big 12? I don't but care the, who you are, the, but come play the in the Big 12. You're going to be going to the college football playoff, offense. and you're going to have a chance to play for a national championship. Come, and here's the problem. You just is, tell is, a cornerback. Is, like, your bro, argument quarterbacks will, throw so much, you're going to get 35 yeah, like, dude, We score 52 points a game. We need defense to it win is, these games. We're going to be in the Final way, Four. Stop. We it need you way, to get over the top. It is way easier to stand out in other conferences where you're not going against air raid every single week. I am telling and this is from this is from recruiting people, this is from recruits themselves. Oh it is harder and I'm not they can get defensive players. Good defensive players come from the Big Twelve, but that's not what it takes to become an elite defense to compete at the championship level at the Your top of college football. That you keep you making, have to, you're still going. Stop. You you you've had your monologue. The, your point that you you have made was made about Clemson, though, eons ago. How? And in fairness, how would you argue Are you now? high? Uh, the AEC? Uh, what, what you're talking about, the, oh, you don't want to go to the Big 12. Who the shit wants to play in the ACC? Are you high it's right worse. now? You, it's not about the teams being bad. It's about every single week as a defender that you know that your defense around you is going to suck and you're playing air raid teams that are putting up 40 and 50 points every single week. But to Ryan it's and harder Matt's to stand point, but, out. But, but to Ryan and Matt's point, your argument as a recruiter would be to do the opposite. Because if you would turn that on its head, imagine a dominant defense in the Big Twelve. It will you would work. stand out like a sore It thumb. will work on a few guys. The problem is you're not getting the fifteen you need every single year. Because at Lincoln Riley isn't doing that. It That's why they first, need baby. to get matter. a dude who does. They don't. They need a Venables type of guy in there, and Alex Grinch is not that. You gotta walk before you can uh, it's, run. It's it's marginalizing what Oklahoma does. Why are you so it's far away? It. <laughs> <laughs> He's walking away from this conversation. It is marginalizing what Oklahoma oh, does man. and simplifying the solution to their problems beyond reason. I, I honestly wasn't right. trying to simplify it. I was just saying, you know, why no, wouldn't you? No, you weren't. Seen, he is. You've seen examples now where you are, you're almost there. You are almost at that level. You got to be the fourth team this year. You were the fourth team last year. You are almost at that level. And you were competitive last year. That game against, right, last year, right? Them in Georgia? No, was that, that was two years ago. Was that two ago, years ago? But Sorry. Again, but two yeah, years also, ago. that's another thing is oh, we're ignoring man. that they lost in overtime to a Georgia team that lost in overtime to Alabama. Like, it's not like they've been run every year. This was just a bad no, matchup. No, but I, but I get Paul's point. an all-time team. I do get Paul's point, though, that in the Big 12, more often than not, you're seeing teams that are high-powered offensively, and you're giving up Which a lot of points. Which is why you don't shouldn't then you have are another Lincoln league. Riley as your coach anymore, like Ryan was saying. I think Oklahoma is going to be kind of done with it, and they really do need somebody else. They will never, they will really? never in a you million really think... years, in a million years, it doesn't matter because the choice is going to be made for them when he moves up, but they would never in a million years fire Lincoln Riley for winning the Big 12 every I'm year. I'm not saying fired, but if you were able to, like for example, get Stoops back, I, why wouldn't you do it? Legitimately, Are why you? would you not try to get take Bob Stoops what? back? He can, he can come to East Lansing. What? Well, you think Bob Stoops would be better than Lincoln Riley? I think for the circumstances you are talking about, about million years. improving the, I, the defense. The one department. team really Absolutely. that could do it in the Big 12 is Texas, and that's just because of the absurd talent well, right. in state that they have. 
but also they never will be. So because they're matter. Texas is the most. No, that's not true. USC exists. Texas is the second most pathetic school in college football. Yeah, Texas. Texas won their bowl game. It is it is pathetic for what they have and how they perform. Nebraska is much more pathetic. No, what what recruits does Nebraska produce? No, but that's the worst part. Who wants to go play this air of idea that they're somehow? So you can say they're delusional. You can't call them pathetic. Yeah, but I think delusion is really, really, really sad. So it's like why it's why I pity you guys now. Nebraska is a poor man's Michigan. Like, they have no chance. Uh, Anyways. No, but, okay, we need to talk about the title game because I made the contention that LSU, no matter who they were going to play, this is LSU's title because, again, like I said, and we kind of did see it, LSU with a quarterback is, like, the best team maybe I've ever seen outside of the 2012, or, sorry, 2011 Alabama squad. Like, I don't think that Clemson is going to win this game. I think, I at all. I, I LSU, I think, is going to run this again. You think they're going to blow out Clemson? In the Superdome, yes. It is super horseshit. Like, I this am... This is a home game. I, but it's always... They're always in SEC territory. Right, but this is different. This is an it, hour... No, I, an I hour agree. And 15 minutes from the Is game. it much different than from Georgia playing in the goddamn... Oh no no! I, I get it, like, but my my point my point is is that this is an LSU team that is, I would argue, maybe the most adored in school history, and they have a quarterback which you and I had said for years. Imagine what they would be like with it. We just saw it. How is this going to be any different with Clemson? I don't see how. It, I really don't. It's going to be I, I just, different because Clemson plays both sides of the ball. That's how. It's simple. LSU, as good as they are, as absurd as their offense is, doesn't have a defense that can touch Clemson's. Now, they have big-time playmakers. They have probably the best cornerback duo in the country. But it's going to take more than that. I'm not saying LSU is going to lose this game. I think this is going to be a phenomenal game. I really hope it's going to be. I think it should be a much better final than last year's was for a myriad of reasons, but that was disgusting. Clemson still has, in my mind, although it's close, the better that quarterback. Was a very entertaining blowout. And the more complete team. Now Clemson does not have the better offense, but they have been here. They have the much better coaching staff, and I will say much better with a fucking bullet. I don't care what you think about Ed O or Joe Brady or any of those dipshits. Well, overall, there's no there's no comparison. Staff Clemson better. staff is way better. They have been here a lot. They have a quarterback that has been here that is an absolute absurd talent. Not that Burrow's not, but this is Burrow's first rodeo. I'm, I don't think LSU is going to clam up and choke, but Clemson has a much better idea of what to expect. They can ride the ups and downs that this game are going to have much better. And when it comes down to coaching or a quarterback that's going to make the bigger play, I trust Clemson on both of those points. And even throwing out the who's been here, again, it gets back to me, Clemson had the second best defense in football. Arguably the best, not in my opinion, statistically. They played in the ACC. That then does. Why did you put your gold matter. on Ohio State to that win? That absolutely does right. matter. This is this is the biggest three. <laughs> because oh, no, it's time. not at all. It's not even at all. Ohio State was better 
offensively and defensively than Clemson. But that doesn't I'm make not that doesn't make Clemson I'm not bad. That, game. that doesn't not that, that doesn't that. make Clemson bad. Clemson still has what on paper is an elite defense now. They Man, haven't I can't been tested. You're waffling I'm not waffling we on anything. I'm not waffling on about anything. LSU that when they had a quarterback that we were petrified, and now all of a sudden, after they had the best game I've seen, they're in the title game play. where I picked them to be. Yes, that is terrifying, but, but that but doesn't mean they're going to run away like with it. Not, like, again, they still have weaknesses, different. and one of them is giving yeah, up the like big play. Uh, yeah, the but Clemson I don't think it's doesn't matter do. when 80% of a stadium is going to be there. It's people, not going to be who, by 80%. The way, I do want to point out, as an emotional aside, right at now that this Saints loss is happening, it's going to be worse because the entire state is going to throw all of its weight into this game. Man, you that acting like that many factor. people in Louisiana have that much money. It is going to be. I, I really don't think it's going to matter. <laughs> you don't think Clemson's going to fill up that stadium as well? You don't. It is, is going to be. Clemson. What percentage? Sixty forty. It's going to be sixty forty. No, seventy thirty. It's going to be sixty forty. Especially the way. Especially the way tickets are allocated and with selling everything now, it's it's not going to be. Clemson is going to this game. Clemson fans are going to this game. It's going to be sixty forty. It is a big advantage for LSU to have the game there, but it's not like playing at LSU. It's not Where the, the same. championship oh, last shit. year? It's not the same. Championship Atlanta, last think, year was but in I could Atlanta. be wrong. Okay. Isn't, isn't that close? No, 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 it wasn't. No, it was in Santa Clara. Oh, wasn't so it Santa Clara last before. year? So Atlanta yeah. the year before when Georgia yeah, that, and Alabama Actually, played? fun fact, that, that national championship game only had like 85% capacity to the stadium. It was stupid. Who's flying out west for it? They need to have the games in the middle. Well, of it, the it was also like the third. It was also like the third time LSU and like, Alabama. Like give us a give us a final. Give us a final at US Bank. US Bank. Oh, Minnesota. Uh, well, in fairness, there's gonna it's gonna be in Indianapolis in 2021. So that's a and that's that's good. That's the direction I'm we good, need to I'm head. Good I love, that's I'm great. That's that. that's perfect. <laughs> it's about as far that's north as it's gonna get. But I mean, play. <laughs> That's pretty far north, dude. <laughs> I mean, you oh, for sure. Back asshole country hick SEC types in in Indiana. I yeah, but if <laughs> like, like for example, if a big if a Big Ten team gets there though, like if Ohio State gets there, Indianapolis is going to be it's going to be the same level as LSU is going. Well, to. I wouldn't say the same. I mean, they're literally well, playing it, in New Orleans. Ohio State team. Ohio State fans, in fairness, travel better than any other school so they so had like damn near a month after the final four games before the championship game right like, it's like probably weeks. a permanent residency I just, in indiana is that enough time to like have like a like a round robin of three stadiums you know the championship's going to be at one of them and you just pick the one that's closest to both fan bases whichever that one because you still have three weeks to get well, the damn thing ready for the championship game again in fairness what uh, what we've seen so far is that the what the way that they're doing the national title games is the same way they do the final fours. It's like a bidding thing. So I guess my the question earns it. My question to anyone who thinks LSU is going to run away with this game, I do. Is I I want to really dissect so just for Dylan. Why? Because it. So you you can knock Clemson's defense for playing in the ACC. But they just shut down the best offense in college football. Played extremely well against Ohio State. Now, part of it was Ohio State self-inflicted, having to kick field goals, whatever. But they played. That's not self-inflicted. That's getting shut down in the red zone. They played an extremely good, and not just, and you're a Venables guy. 
You love him more than you love anybody. They had a brilliant game plan for Ohio State, and more than just the game plan, because the game plan only takes you so far, they had the horses to execute it. And they didn't get gutted by the So this question I'm answering is answered by you, apparently? No, I'm asking you. No. What, what do you anything. see? You Where talking. is the gap? Why, 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 why is LSU so much better than Clemson in your mind? I obviously have been a proponent of intangibles for a while. This is different. I just I know it's different for, from firsthand knowledge, and I would think Matt would as well. Like this this team is is different. There's it, there are sometimes. But give me something co- specific, concrete. What is it that is going to allow them to pull away from a team like Clemson? I'm telling you that is part of it. I very much. You're telling me you have a gut feeling. No, I'm saying that the intangibles of a team with a coach that is so emblematic of an entire state playing in that state. After the, the how the New Orleans playoff game has gone and the fact that LSU as an entire program has waited basically 80 years for this specific human being in Joe Burrow to arrive and how they played in the game against Oklahoma, that's why. That's part of it. I think I that mean, matters a, a lot. That's a double-edged sword. It, making this moment so much of course, bigger it can than wind it up, even it can wind is up being a really bad team. balancing act, but I also think that I mean, LSU... Yeah, it could be like the this... Saints, who looked fantastic the week before, and then, you know... I, like I mean, mag- magnifying the, the game to this level for a team that hasn't been here in so long, they could I crumble. I would argue that on a level that is less spiritually valuable than what the 2010 Saints team was, it's still closer to that than what this New Orleans team is this year. Listen, dude, if we're, this LSU if we're talking team is different. If we're talking spiritual currency, Clemson literally has God and sunshine on their side. <laughs> Anyways, that's just part of it. I think that is going to help them. Another thing that definitely helps them is that LSU has been in spots that are going to be more equal to this than what Clemson has been dealing with this year. Because LSU has played at uh, yeah, then ain't nothing and like playing for the, the national SEC championship title. except for playing for the Super Bowl. And Clemson has all of that experience. LSU does not. They have the week-long interview rooms, all the bullshit going leading up to the game, where you have to remind yourself you still got a football game to play. Don't get caught up. Don't get distracted. Blah blah blah. Clemson has all of that experience. LSU has none of and, it. And they just played a game like that or two weeks ago, last week. I no. do not buy this Clemson experience as a team in in this way to me at all. I don't buy it because I think this is a a very different scenario than any college football playoff team has experienced as an opponent before. It is a true road game. It's going to be insane. I don't undertake that at all. But also, on a football side of things, I've said it before, I'll say it again a million times over, I, I like I don't uh, when you say Ohio State is the best offense in the country if we're talking balance yes but I've, I've see, we've seen it already and I don't need to argue it anymore LSU with the wide receivers that they have that have always been prototypical LSU receivers faster than they should be for their size possession receivers that can actually outrun you and a quarterback that finally after years of the Jordan Jeffersons of the world finally can hit them in their spots, and we're seeing just how bad it is for really good teams. I, I have no That's problem why. with you calling LSU think, the best I do offense. not think that, LSU, I, I think that LSU's offense combined with this crowd 
that in the first half, if Clemson is going to play the way they did against Ohio State, this game will be over before the but second But that's quarter. the thing. It won't be. Clemson is not you going don't to know fold. That, if one team is going to fold in this game, it's not going to be Clemson. And I do know that. I would bet anything on it. Clemson is not the team that's going to fold. I'm not saying LSU will, but if there is a team that's going to fold in this game, it's damn sure not going to be Clemson with the experience and the staff and the players and the quarterback that they have. It's not going to happen. And that's even if they get defense. even if they get like down at half again. Obviously, you saw that last week um, when they were down 16-0, and then they came back before halftime to. You know, pull closer. I mean, still, if if they get punched in the mouth, this is a team that responds and that we've seen responds. I'm not saying that LSU doesn't, but Clemson's definitely not the type of but team that's just going to lay over. Team in, with that coach, of, with this team, in that environment. This LSU team outside of the 2011 Alabama team is the one team that I think – hit that like as going off of your metaphor hits harder than any other team I've ever seen. I've never seen a team that is able to be that domineering. It is exactly what we had said for what feels like decades that LSU all they needed was a quarterback and they were going to be bar none without question the most terrifying team we'd ever seen. And we are, and now right, all of a sudden everybody's changing their mind. First of all, they don't that's get that. you're the one who's throwing like, them up on that pedestal. Second of all, again, we all picked them to get to the title game. So to act like we don't all agree that LSU with a quarterback is amazing is absurd. We literally all picked them to be playing in this title game. Obviously we agree, but... It's a fact that LSU doesn't have the same balance Clemson has. It's a fact they don't have the coaching staff, that they haven't been here. All of those things are a lot to overcome, and to overcome to the point where you run the defending undefeated defending national champ off the field, not to mention, now that they've gotten past it, it is a disservice for LSU that LSU played Oklahoma last week while Clemson got to sharpen themselves against Ohio State. That matters. It, Clemson didn't. Yeah, but you, they didn't to be fair, you could argue there. the, but you could argue the inverse because Clemson played Virginia while LSU ran Georgia. So that was a month ago. But but along the, the way, LSU principle. has had a much tougher test. We all know that. There's no arguing that. I don't Multiple know how much of that. that matters. I think what's going to matter is can LSU do what Ohio State didn't, which is get in the end zone as opposed to having to settle. I for don't understand field how goals. that's even a question. It's a question. It's a question because every year now, for the last five years, that front line of Clemson goes on to play Sundays. That's how but talented this is not they the are. Same front seven that Clemson has been touting out there before. Except These guys aren't going to go play in the NFL. Have an absurd and uh, no, but again, George, but, These recruits uh, sorry, aren't that good. LSU strength isn't isn't that though. This isn't a prototypical LSU team. Again, I don't understand how Clemson's secondary is somehow going to be able to stop an LSU receiving core. If the front line gets in Burrow's been. face, the secondary's job is a lot easier. But we've seen that it doesn't matter for this Probably kid. Probably the he same where they has stopped the poise Ohio State. I, I don't I I can't agree I, I think that as after it's all said and done at the end of the day that everybody is going to be coming to my corner kumbaya and saying that this LSU team outside is up there with the 2011 Alabama team as the best team of this century. I mean, if they run Clemson off the field, sure, but none of us. None What's of, the best defense LSU played this year? Um, I'm all in on the Trevor Lawrence going 45 and 0 in three years with three national titles. <laughs> and also, also in fairness, Trevor Lawrence can go f himself. 
I, punk ass. I'm so I am super not an advocate for it. Usually, and Sunshine. I would never in a million years expect it to happen just because of where he plays and it's different down there. But what reason does Trevor Lawrence have to play college football next year? No, none. To go forty-five and zero with three titles. <laughs> like, no, n- yep. Regardless, no, what I, happens in this game, I very game. much get what you're saying. He, he there's, no and I'm not. There I, is. They go forty-five and zero, win three titles, and be the greatest college the quarterback year, of all time. I think the three. And nobody will ever, ever do that again. That's true, but no one's ever going to go thirty and zero with two titles. Uh, hold on, hold on. That's also inaccurate. Kellen Moore did it. What? What? How many titles did Kellen First Moore? All, I, I'm sorry, not not titles, but he went forty-five and zero. No, he didn't. He went like no, he 50. He, he, went he, like only 50 had, he only had. Uh, he had like one loss his entire. Career. That's not O. That's not forty-five. That's not no. O. We're, we have plenty of great quarterbacks he out there that had seasons. one, two, or three losses throughout their career. Usually two or three losses throughout their. career. That's like Floyd. But I don't no know one's why gone Floyd keeps o. fighting. Bro, you already have fifty and O. Sure, there are guys who are at sixty-eight and three, but they're not at fifty and O. Undefeated, right. never lost. Again, literally. I ask Dylan. You probably know this better than anyone. What's the best defense LSU faced this year? I mean, the least amount of points they scored was Auburn. It was 23-20. Auburn's defense has been pretty – was at least at the time pretty solid, but I'd say overall probably Georgia's would be my guess. Well, not not guess, my sentiment. I would think it's Georgia. I was so close. I, I said 50-2 and two for Kellen Moore. It was 50-3. and It was 50-3. and That's still fantastic. It is in the group of five. 45 and no. It is in the group of five with zero no titles. titles. It's not comparable. I love Kellen Moore. I really love Kellen Moore. It is not. It's a, it is also still very, very good. It's amazing. But <laughs> Kellen Moore is one of the best college quarterbacks to ever play. But the name you wanted was Matt was Matt Leinard, who could have done it had USC yeah, beaten true. Texas. Right. Okay, so to answer your question, though, the 37 that they scored on Georgia is probably what I would say is the best offensive output to defensive talent ratio. All right, so can we, we saw what Georgia did. We saw what Georgia did against Baylor. I think it's indisputable. Georgia's the best defense. That's because Matt Rule was out the door. <laughs> Georgia. So was how does so Clemson's defense compare to Georgia's defense? It's not even Clemson's defense better, and it is not even close to Georgia's far and away the best defense they play. It's there's no debating it. There's no one even within Alabama would be the closest, and Alabama's defense is the weakest they've had in a decade. Look, I I find it and hard they didn't to have believe. Papa Dylan. Man, they've only had two. I'm just LSU has only had two games that have been within fourteen points. And none of them were. And how many have Clemson, Clemson has? I, but again, the talent that we're talking about that LSU wound up playing against is very different. I mean, they they straight ran. Uh, and that's State not Love that's not true because they had Texas, which was a seven point game. Auburn was three, and then Alabama oh, right off the right. top was five. I saw. I forget. I missed the Texas one. And didn't two But again, in, in fairness, Alabama that game? Texas game, that Texas game without a garbage touchdown was fourteen points. Two got yeah, they hurt. They were comfortably game, ahead. Right? Isn't that the game two got hurt, or am I mistaken? No, no. Two, two got hurt before the game. They what? they went no, they went up against Mac Attack. No, that's not true. No, it's Tua played the game. He threw 40 times. Yeah, get the hell out of here. My bad. He played the whole game. Sorry, I had a, I had a Paul moment. Alabama won that game, right? <laughs> Did Tua play the whole game? I'll tell you what, if you're talking about, like, you know, LSU being um, a little bit weak in the secondary, 
whoever D. Smith the, no, is. No, no, I'm no. sorry, I don't know your not name, sir. Second. Seven reception, kind of, 213 yards kind of for this secondary. Alabama receiver. That's, um, what's his name? He's yeah, going to go in the first round. It's, it's so it weird because LSU no, that legitimately wasn't has. Or rugs. LSU was, no, it wasn't Judy in that game. LSU legitimately no, Devontae has. Smith. Devontae yep. Smith is also a first-round receiver. Yeah, he so is. He's all three of them are. Yeah, but that was his standout game. Ross, Honestly, Devontae Smith Ross and T. might be better than <coughs> both of them. Yeah, it's uh, Judy's they're, the they're man. absurd. Judy's in a. a I mean, they're all great, Jude, but look, it does. It, uh, like it, it doesn't matter. I, that's my contention. We will see. I think at the end of the day, this LSU team is going to be uh, is going to be one A and one B with that Alabama team for different reasons. We'll see. That's it. like that's pretty much it. Like at this, it's speculative. We will see. It's the bare necessity. As our perfectly legal trademark is playing behind us right now, we have ourselves a new segment that is called the bare necessities. I am going to be positing a question in our break of about three weeks. I had questions about the NFL and quarterback situations. We're in a renaissance of quarterback play. There's going to be a lot of shifting parts, more than we have seen in a long time. And so, I have mocked up 15 questions in total, five apiece for each of the fellas here. We're going to do some rapid fire. I'm going to ask the questions. They're going to respond. This is our NFL quarterback edition. We got 20 minutes on the clock. If we finish early, awesome. And if we have time and time runs out and we got some more questions, it's up to the guys. So we will start with Mr. Ryan Griffin getting the clock ready. And we are off. Ryan, is Carson Wentz career doomed to underwhelm after another playoff exit and another injury? No, this was a, a cheap shot to the head, and it's a concussion, which is always scary. But this is not going towards the quote-unquote narrative that he's injury-prone. I see. So do you think that moving forward that he is going to be able to actually live up to the standards people have for him? Yeah, I mean, I don't exactly know how high the standards are. I don't think anybody looks at him as a, like a multiple-time Super Bowl champion. But I think he's a guy who people look at and say, you know, he can get a Super Bowl. He's already had an MVP-type season. I think Carson's still uh, still got a nice career ahead. I mean, might as well just said is Wentz Andrew Luck. Mr. Matthew Basson, this one is for you. I had this very much in mind, especially as I was uh, just screaming, you like that, the entire, entire rest of Sunday. Was 2018 the last best shot for Drew Brees to win his second title? No, not if New Orleans does the right things in this offseason and gets that man just a little bit more help. You already have one of the best receivers in the game. You've got a great running attack behind you, an offensive line that can protect you, and you actually have a semi-competent defense that needs a little bit of tweaking here or there. Obviously, last year being, you know, so, you know, quote-unquote screwed out of the Super Bowl in the NFC Championship game at home makes it look like, yeah, that's your best shot. But I believe this team can get there again, so I'm not going to say it's his last best shot. Paul? Is Russell Wilson a top 10 all-time quarterback? So I'm not going to sit here and lie to you like Matt just did. Yeah, he is. Are you kidding me? Now, I, I mean, it's it's hard when you get into the all-time thing 
And Matt will absolutely accuse me of recency bias every chance he gets, but it is a fact. It is a much different game now, and quarterbacks are a lot more elite. And yeah, he's quarterback plays the best that's ever been in the NFL, and he is arguably the best of that. Certainly um, helps when you can't touch him. It certainly helps Hey-o. when you can't catch him. No, it's fine. I, I appreciate Lamar. that projection. I'm fine with it. At least I didn't lie about it and act like New Orleans is going to be back in the Super Bowl next year. All right. Thank you for that. Ryan, with the new just absolutely confounding hire of Joe Judge to the New York Giants, is Daniel Jones just going to be ruined? He's going to be the next David Carr. Yes, but that doesn't have anything to do with Joe Judge. I still don't think Daniel Jones is very good. And if I were the Giants, I might look at even taking a quarterback this year. They won't because I think they like him. But to me, Daniel Jones is still garbage juice. Why is it exactly that you don't think he's good? He turns the ball over a shit ton. And it's not just his offensive line. He's he's not. He wasn't even that good at Duke. But he's a rookie, man. That's, yeah, that's pretty harsh. There are rookies again, who I, don't turn the ball the over. The reason that I ask Peyton is Manning that I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't think that he has the foundation available to even sprout to be some. Hence the David Carr reference. All right, Jesus Christ, Matt, on to you. This one is again one that uh, I just, I had so much joy thinking up on Sunday. Can the Captain Kirk nonsense about not winning big games be dead now? Has he done enough for you at this point? No, it's one game. God, it's not. I'm sorry. You need more than this. I need more than this. I need more than one game. New Orleans against your Super Bowl team. What do you mean? Just it wasn't just my motherfucker. You had him as well. Okay, you had the Bayou running football to, this year, number is, one. Hold on. You really need to answer this, though, because I know this is Matt's no, question. I don't. I'm this sorry. It's question. one win in a multi-year <laughs> career where he made most of his career beating bad teams. His record against winning organizations is still not good. I am rooting for the man. I love the man. He is my favorite quarterback at Michigan State. <laughs> oh, get out of here. He he I'm, like not, I'm not lying. He is just above Drew Stan. Um, <laughs> my soul. And Jeff Smoker. Um, oh, my God. Okay, we're done. <laughs> and Paul, Brian on to you. I have a question for you, Dylan. Are you going to let this man lie to you for 20 minutes? I look, I keep as, I keep throwing the darts at him, and he keeps trying to Why is one win work. good enough for you? Because it it's was an overtime one, in the Superdome in the playoffs, and he threw one of the best passes I have seen in the playoffs. That was a brilliant throw to Thielen. It I don't was. understand how there's anything left for you to criticize. Well, Every, there has been that his, many passes thrown. All in the of his, though. all of his haters have stopped, except for you. And yet you say you, you guys love keep him. Calling so you are a hater. I'm not hating him at all. I all want right. success Word, for your this man. Your words say otherwise. <laughs> all right, Paul. On to you. To another hater, and I really, I do want you to not be dismissive about this. I really want you to think about this. Considering the context that it was the Buffalo Bills defense, was Deshaun Watson's fourth quarter performance good enough for you to admit he's at least a little bit better than you thought as an NFL QB? Deshaun Watson played a really good game, a poised game. His completion percentage was elite. He did it against a solid team. He made most of the right plays, but his limitations are all the same that I thought they were going to be. He is an NFL quarterback. He's not ever going to be an above-average NFL quarterback. He's not. 
He doesn't. He he's not. He doesn't read a defense quick enough. And what's going to happen when he doesn't have Nuck and Fuller to throw to? When he doesn't have six foot four guys with a massive catch radius that are just wide open down the field? One would argue that if he didn't have the dumbass Bill O'Brien, that he would be able to. Do and, that. and that's fair, but I I still think his limitations will keep him from being getting right. into the next year of quarterback. Ryan, where does Superman Cam go, and does he have one to two years of top-tier quarterbacking left in him? I think Cam stays in Carolina, but just like Dan Jones, I don't think Kyle, I don't think Kyle Allen is very good. And no, if he was going to be healthy, then yes, I think Cam could do a lot of good things. We saw before he got injured, not this year, but the previous season. Uh, you know, he was playing really the best football besides his MVP year. But just with the health issues that he continues to have, I do expect him to be in Carolina, and they hope he can stay healthy. But no, he's not going to be a top-tier quarterback just because he's probably not going to be on the field all that often. Matt, how good can Tua be if he lands in Miami? And if he goes somewhere else, what what's the ceiling for him? Hmm. I think the ceiling. I I think the ceiling you're hoping for is Russ. I think that's the ceiling, the ceiling you're roof. hoping for. Is oh, so know. so a below tier quarterback in your mind? Shut up, God damn it! Get him! <laughs> Get him! The words you put in my mouth, no, all of you, no, except for Ryan. No, the words that came oh, yes. out of your mouth. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Just because right, I value Drew Brees more. Uh, no, but that, I mean, you're talking about a guy that is that can be deadly accurate and can move the pocket and move out of the pocket and is a winner. And Russ was all those things coming out of college and into the pros, and he took it over there, no problem in Seattle. And in a situation in Miami where we all thought they were dead in the water, maybe not as bad as some people thought they would go freaking 0-16, um, we all thought they were in a lot of trouble. And just having a semi-competent quarterback and getting rid of some guys that you thought were bad for the locker room... Miami ended up being a competitive team there at the end. So you got a team that should be on the rise if done things the right way, and Tua can certainly help them and grow with them. All right. Paul, this one is pointed at you, uh, much in the same ways I put Matt under the microscope. I want to preface this by having by an interview that Peter King had just done recently with Tom Brady alluding to the chances of him leaving New England. Is Tom Brady specifically L.A. Charger bound? And are you now concerned that you will lose our bet? So on the first point, absolutely not. Probably, I guess. So I, There's been a lot of rumors that L.A. is the one he would go to. They still have Philip Rivers, technically. So now we're making two massive so. assumptions. <laughs> nope. We're making two massive assumptions as they're moving on from Rivers and convincing Brady to come there. Yes, he is originally from the Bay Area, but let's get to him moving on in the first place. The reason that I have less concern than everybody else does, and I'm not sitting here, obviously I'm not as confident as I was a few years ago, but I think we'd all agree that the most likely way Tom Brady was going to leave the Pats is if the Pats decided it was time that they didn't want Tom Brady to be their quarterback anymore. If Bill Belichick said, I need a newer, younger version, that's not happening. Kraft has absolutely drawn his line, reiterated his line. Kraft is Team Brady in New England as long as Brady can fucking walk. Like, period. 
Like, Kraft, and right. Bill Belichick is not superseding Cat Kraft. So the only way Brady goes is if Brady really wants to go. And that's a big risk to take because he's only going to play if he thinks he can win. And th- that guarantee is nowhere, so why leave? All right. Ryan, is famous Jameis going to be worth the money, and where do you think he goes? I mean, he's not going to be worth the $30 million that that it sounds like he wants. As far as where he's going to go, that is a fantastic question. I'm trying to run through um, the the quarterback. Well, do you think he's going to get kind of carousels in my head? Oh no. yeah, I, I see that. I don't think that. I think he'll get closer than. Well, you see, think. but but say say Ryan might think he's going to get 22. Then maybe he is worth the money. No chance he's getting 20. Oh, I don't think so either. Well, I'm just saying he's not worth the 30 that that he wants. Um, I think he's as far getting as where he'll go. I don't know. So like, I don't think kind of piggybacking off what you just asked, Paul. I don't know that um, that Brady's Chargers bound, but I do think that they would like to. Uh, move on from Philip Rivers, and instead of taking a quarterback like you know Justin Herbert at six, it's probably in their best interest, interest excuse me, to go and nab you know Jameis if you can. But another team I think's a, a sort of strong possibility here, if you will. Um, I don't know how sold Gruden is on Derek Carr either, so I'd say uh, Oakland's. I think Oakland's a, a sneaky a team. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So L.A. or Oakland, soon to be Las Vegas, but Jameis in Las Vegas. It is might Las be Vegas now, actually. I think officially. It is. They have moved now. There you go. All right, yeah, uh, I, I Matt. I like the Raiders one too, but I want to see him go to Indy really bad. All right, Matt. So here's a question. I want to preface this a little bit with with how I'm going to ask this. Is Patrick Mahomes going to get in his own way of success? And I mean this more in the sense of the cap number that he is going to inevitably hit when his rookie contract is up. Do you think that'll get in the way of him being able to win Super Bowls? I mean, Andy Reid is already in his way of winning Super Bowls. I'm going to fucking kill both of you. (laughs) (laughs) No, um... I mean, it's tough because man is a hell of a talent, and he's gonna, you know, he's gonna get top dollar. Now, some quarterbacks have been smart enough to get near top dollar and save their team some money to put towards some of the help they need. And there's some other pieces out there that are gonna be asking for near top dollar. You got one of the best tight ends in football. You've got a, while he's an asshole of a human being, he's a phenomenal wide receiver, and you know there might be another running back that comes in there that they're gonna want top dollar as well, but. I don't. I think he's smart enough and has the right kind of temperament to do what's best for not only him but the team as well. And I just, from what I've seen of him in his young career so far and the way that he's portrayed, you know, portrayed himself, I think he's that of that ilk where, you know, he might not be the very, very top dollar. There might be a five million left out there to bring in some pieces that he knows he's going to need to make that Super Bowl run. All right. Paul, you've been pretty vocal about appreciating this specific individual. If you were Derek Carr, what what should you do? Considering rumors, uh, the the relationship has now soured with Gruden. He is gone from everything I've heard. What, what if you're Derek Carr? What are you doing? The rumors I just stated. <laughs> Beg Indy to sign me because it's the perfect place for my skill set, and they have a great offensive line in all the pieces. Like 
get my ass to Indy and actually have a good career. Alright. Short, concise, rare for you. Thank you for that. Ryan, out of these three NFC West QB situations, which one would you prefer if you were a GM? Cap and everything, all things considered. The Los Angeles Rams, the Arizona Cardinals, or the San Francisco 49ers? Oh, the Cardinals, no doubt. I love Kyler Murray, though. I, I and right now, I mean, he's on a—he's obviously on a rookie contract. And the Rams, uh, even though I don't even think Jared Goff is that bad, he obviously went to a Super Bowl, played pretty well last year, but he's making a ton of money, and the cap around, even just around him, is all sorts of messed up. And I still think, you know, Kyler Murray, long-term, and, I mean, Jimmy G is already getting paid, too. So, yeah, definitely Kyler. All right. We move into our last two. Now, this one is very recent, but it really spurred my mind on this. Considering how he was able to kind of work with a pretty stubborn-minded Aaron Rodgers, Matt, does Mike McCarthy coming to Dallas bode well for Dak Prescott, or is it a bad sign? See, I think you're. I think this answer is personal because I think it. I think it matters how you feel about Dak Prescott. I personally think Dak Prescott is vastly overrated, and so I would take it as a bad sign that a new head coach is coming in that might have some different ideas for who he wants a quarterback with a quarterback that is not signed, like Dak Prescott right now, um, and you know. Paul, you say Indy. I say Derek Carr to Dallas. Sounds like a hell of a lot of fun for Derek Carr. And a good offensive line, great running game, and Derek Carr, who is a better-than-advertised quarterback. Uh, So because I don't think Dak is that good of a quarterback, I do think it's a bad side for him with a new head coach. Aside from your personal opinion on the matter, do you think legitimately that Dallas will franchise Dak Prescott. I think if they have any intentions of keeping Dak Prescott, I think the franchise is the way to go to basically say, yeah, we're going to pay you a shit ton of money this year, but you're going to prove to us that you should get a six year deal after this. I actually agree with you on the Derek Carr stuff, but I expect Dallas to do the stupid thing and retain their ass juice quarterback. (laughs) All right, Paul. This is the last one, and so I know this one's going to put you a little bit on the spot, so you got a little bit. The power of editing will meld your answer together. But what 2021 or later quarterback should we be tracking for the NFL? So long. D-Mac? So, D- I, I, so, well, <laughs> no, so here's the thing on. with D-Mac. So we just have no idea. So if you no, want a guy to really that's, track, that's football royalty. I'm trying not to be obviously. Like, I really homer, want you to kind of like like give me really something like know. a recruiting rando that none of us have heard of. You don't know this like, guy, I, but he's going to San Diego State. Well, so then you know what? That's what I'm saying. I'm like gonna, I want gonna, something I'm like that. I'm gonna keep it with Michigan then, and oh, it's a guy. It's not what I want. Just bite you. <laughs> well, no, because I'll give you your recruiting thing that you want. It is. Right, but I would prefer it not be your school well, that you're biased He doesn't have first-hand about. knowledge outside of Michigan. Or at Michigan, but go you know, on. J.J. McCarthy, he is <laughs> a combination. 
I hate having this question without like real time to think about it. I man. know, I know. I knew That's I was That's the whole point, though. It's supposed to be off the cuff. Because the thing is, right, which so, is like, all the more reason the why quarterbacks that I really like, I don't know where they're going to school. Like Ryan, have any actual idea of the salary cap issues between Arizona, San Francisco, and right. Los Angeles right, right, right. now? Right, it's just more of a feeling. Right, they're like, making money. Like, there's got to be some group of five guy or some power five dude right now. Well, he would never choose a group of five guy. <laughs> well, true. But, but no, like, like okay, no, for example. Paul Love, like what's this. his face from Hawaii years ago? Oh, yeah, Colt fucking Brennan's yeah. bitch Man ass. threw for like 6,000 yards. It's... Yeah, that, his accomplishments are legit, but Kellen Moore going fucking 50 and 3, nah, that's not, nah. <laughs> Well, I mean, neither one of them did dick in the NFL. I mean, hey, Kellen Moore's doing pretty solid for himself. As a coach. <laughs> and? Not as a player. What the fuck is Colt Brennan doing right now? As a coach, not as a player. I didn't say that Colt Brennan did anything. I'm saying Kellen Moore didn't do shit in either. Fa- in, in fa- hey, in fairness, if Jim Caldwell would have just started Kellen Moore, the Lions would have won their playoff game. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hashtag ticket text, 97136. <laughs> I'm going to preface this with truly my answer would be DMAC. <laughs> I, I know, and I mean it. And it's not that it's a sure thing, but between the pedigree, his attributes, his absurd athleticism, and his size, he could really fucking, like, I mean, he's... He's got that big He has energy. everything. He's six... Mac Jones rolling six in his foot grave. five <laughs> with elite speed. And that's not something you see quarterbacks. Daniels. You don't see six foot five quarterbacks with elite speed and touch and accuracy. But we're not we're not going to do the Michigan thing. So and we don't know what D-Mac's going to be. D-Mac technically could not win the starting job this next year. We don't know what's going to happen. I think he's going to run in a landslide. But we'll discount Michigan. The guy that I'm going to talk about is a guy that is going to a place I really wish he wasn't, and is not on campus yet. It's C.J. Stroud. He committed to Ohio State about a week or two ago, and he's a six foot three quarterback. And he is ranked, I want to say, composite. He's probably like this between five and seven. I don't have the rankings pulled up right now, but his arm talent to me is on par with anybody in this class. And you look at the top quarterbacks coming into college this next year. Bryce Young's going to Alabama out of Matter Day, huge California high school. It produces a ton of quarterback busts. He's also 5'11", dual-threat quarterback going to Alabama. I'm not projecting him to do shit at the next level. You got the other kid from California whose name I can't pronounce, who sounds like he's from Hawaii. It's like Ugalele or something. That is not it. I I, I don't even know (laughs) the kid. That is not it. I guarantee. It might actually be how you say it. I don't... I, it, it might not. be DJ Ugalele. <laughs> I, 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 listen, I, I will send this. I will, I will, I'm going to look him up because I don't what know how to spell his name either. I bet there's going to be like a he, B in I, there. I think he goes to John Bosco, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not a hundo. Bosco's put out a lot of big-time players too, and I'm, I could be wrong about that. I should have just pulled up the goddamn recruiting list. I should just pull up 247 shit right now. His name is DJ Ugalele. I was so fucking close! That's not close. I, I said that, ukulele. There's no K in there. I said ukulele. Yeah, there's no K in I didn't say K. I said ukulele. It is really close. It's U I A G A L E L E I. I was so fucking close. I want. I want an apology. 
There's no announcers on this shit. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just someone on the sideline. Like, damn it! <laughs> Wanted someone to say his fucking name. I was like, are the cheerleaders gonna scream his name? What's going on? <laughs> Coaches, really scouts, kid. and recruiting analysts all over the country know his name, but they don't all know how to say it. My name is DJ Uyangale. Yeah, you weren't even close, bro. Yeah, you weren't close. You weren't close. Like, and I don't blame you if that's his name. But. Right. It's a W, kind of. So it's a Wui. Is that you, Uyangale? But, I mean, I like my name. cool. Different. DJ Uyangale is proud of his name because he takes great pride. The announcer heard that shit was like, nope, I'm making my own shit. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. Let's get to the goddamn. The only thing stronger than like his name is his shit arm. all over again. No one's ever gonna. Why does Clemson it? have to do this with their players? They're just gonna call him he's DJ. Just have, he's just gonna have some cool I, ass niggas. I, you know what I miss? I He's gonna call him Uwe. Like, I miss the simple names like Tongo Vailoa. <laughs> Can we get back? I like to this? the back of the day. This is ridiculous. There's going to be, like, some weird racist undercurrent in college football where people are just tired of the of the Polynesian last names. Man, I'm over this. I actually didn't know he had committed yet, or I might have taken him, because his arm is, like, a touch under Stafford-like strength. It's pretty fucking wild. Oh, so in your opinion, next to godliness. No, no, no. Stafford is alone on that top tier. Let's go. I mean, he's a California Player of the Year. Threw for over 3,300 yards and 48 touchdowns. He's a six five, two forty five. He just points it. He's got he's got the size too. 100%. Jesus. To the picks. This is not our last pick segment of the year, but it's pretty freaking close, and it's our last somewhat normal one. We only got five of games. Of the this year. Week. It's January seventh. Yeah, hey, what you mean, man? Whatever. We got basketball and hockey. Of what you talking the about? Season. That's right. We're not doing hockey. Stop it. Okay. Give me, give me those have, hot Lakers plus seven. We have both <laughs> just one college football game left, and we only have seven NFL games left, four of which are this week. So let's savor this. We're going to start with a game we talked about the most already. It's the college football playoff national championship. Clemson traveling to what is pretty much a road game. defending Undefeated defending national champs. They're five and a half point dogs to Ed O's startups. Well, I'd probably tip my hat earlier. Um, I said I'm all in on the Trevor Lawrence 45-0 and 0 through three years, three titles train. And, of course, that means that Clemson not only has to cover the five and a half, that they actually have to win this game. And I do think that they get it done just so we can have one of those narratives in college football where we can say, you know, this guy might actually be the best college football, not only quarterback, but player we've ever seen. And I am all aboard that train. Let's go Clemson Tigers. Not be like Bill Walton trying to. <laughs> trying to Legend. hedge his bets. It's genius. Well, I did the same thing in 97 with Arizona versus Kentucky. Oh, thank God that's all cutting out on my end. <laughs> same. Fine, I'll turn my mic towards it so when you edit, you have to hear all of it. I think your mic is broken, actually. Yeah, I think so, too. So Dylan picks LSU. <laughs> I do. Now, my reason for that is actually the same reason as as uh, Ryan, but in the opposite. I think this LSU team is going to go down as one of the best of all time. We have always talked about if LSU had a quarterback, what would they look like? We will get that answer. The best damn offense that we've ever seen. I am picking the Bayou Bengals to win by double digits. 
uh, I'm being hopeful that it's a national championship game worth watching. And I think Clemson's going to bring something that LSU is going to have some issues with. They know this. They know the terrain. They know what it's like playing here. I think that matters. Uh, I'll go with the Clemson Tigers. Dylan's the only one that thinks LSU's going to. I can't say that too loud. Only one. Uh, Don, same page. He's Clemson all the way. It wouldn't be shocking if LSU covered, but no. Uh, for everything we've talked about today, Clemson has more everything. Clemson all day. And now that's it. That's we're done with college football. Never picking college football again until fucking August, which is very sad. But we're moving on to the NFL, and we have made it to the divisional rounds. Well, some of us, not Drew Brees, not Tom Brady. Rest in peace. But we start with the best of the bunch. What to me is, is going to be the best game of the week. Minnesota travels to San Francisco, or as some of us call them, Fraud San Francisco. And San Fran's a seven-point favorite at home. Awful. It's the, the, the Fraudy Niners. There you go. Yeah, Fraudy Niners works way better. <laughs> fraud San Francisco Knights. <laughs> Oh, my bad. What was the points, Red? I thought Savage I could off and you didn't. Touchdown. One touchdown. All right. Sorry about that. Being absurd. And this game is at 435, by the way, on Saturday. Yeah, seven's a lot. I picked against Minnesota in eight points last week, and that didn't work out so well. So I'm going to go ahead and take Minnesota with the seven and pray that Kirk Cousins can do what he just did again. There's no need for prayers for this. You can put those right in your back pocket and smoke them for all I care because Captain Kirk is coming. All right. Minnesota has proven that they are arguably the best roster in the NFL, and they're going up against the team that was seen as the best in the NFC. San Francisco has been wildly inconsistent. Minnesota's defense is going to shut down this First time in the playoff squad, very young one, and I'm going to take Minnesota for the outright victory. <sighs> I mean, technically, it is a one o'clock kickoff for where Kirk is. It'll be one thirty-five. So that's true. That is. I mean, he does have one o'clock, that is one o'clock, an one o'clock Kirk undefeated. Point. So I mean, it is on his side, and I do agree that San Francisco is. A wee bit overrated in this one. Minnesota is a very good team, very comparable team. Went out to Seattle and gave the Seahawks everything they could handle. Uh, And then some great game there. It's going to be interesting to see how they shut down San Francisco's rushing attack because San Francisco uses very different rushers. And I'm curious mostly to see what Mostert can do against this defense. Uh, I I expect if San Francisco is going to win this game, I think Mostert's going to be a big part of that because he is a big body running back and will be able to pound a little bit more and i think san francisco wins this game but i think minnesota does stay close so i'll take the vikings it's gonna make this one a clean sweep i think this spread is disrespectful to what minnesota is to what they've done to captain kirk himself to the entire state i think it's stupid uh no so now we have uh, another pretty disrespectful spread i would say we got tennessee and we talked about this a lot because Everyone was on the Tennessee bandwagon last week. I don't know if it's just because they hate New England, but now everyone's acting like they don't have a chance in hell against Baltimore. Baltimore, and this game opened, Baltimore is a double-digit favorite, 10-point favorite at home against Tennessee. Now it has fallen to 9 points, still a very large spread for any NFL team, let alone a team as established as Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, but it seems like every time that Baltimore gets a spread like this, 
You're like, ah, it's way too big, and then they end up just putting the other team in the dirt, and that's what I expect to happen in this game too. Shout out to Mike Rabel and the Titans for ending the Patriots dynasty, but they're only going to be there as the sacrificial lamb to birth a new one in Lamar and the Ravens. There's been many circumstances throughout the NFL of teams in the wild card round actually impressing quite handily, and then the very next week just getting run by a team that was there and had a bye for a reason. This is one of them. Uh, this is uh, The reason I picked Tennessee was more of an indictment on New England and what they are now rather than Tennessee. We've seen this play before from Baltimore. There's a reason I have money on this from someone else in this pod who will remain nameless for shame's sake, and I will take Baltimore to cover. Uh, the last time a team that wore baby blue went into Baltimore in the playoffs... They beat him up. That was last year's Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> so going off of that beautiful knowledge. <laughs> that was pointless as hell. No, I think Tennessee has the means to make this game a tight one. I think they have the defense for it. I think they have the rushing attack for it. Uh, enough to keep Action Jackson on the sideline longer than he'd like to be. Uh, Baltimore's defense has been iffy at times, and I think Tennessee has an offense that can do some things to make it difficult for Baltimore in this one. So I will go with the underdog Titans. Tennessee has the recipe. That's why me, Matt, and Don are picking them. I mean, I, nine points is so many points. And I know Baltimore killed a lot of teams this year, but Baltimore hasn't faced Tennessee. Right? Pretty sure. <laughs> Pretty right. sure Baltimore yes. hasn't right, Tennessee. guys? <laughs> someone, someone tell me I'm right. No, I, someone help me. I, I just, I don't, I don't see this game getting away from them. It's not going to be a million possession game regardless. And both teams love to control the clock in the ground. Tennessee just, I love them in this spot. Honestly, I do. If this game was at Tennessee, I would pick them to win outright. I really would. Now we're moving on to a team that I would never pick to win outright. We have the fodder of the week. Houston Texans are traveling to Arrowhead as a nine and a half point dog. I like the Chiefs to win, but that defense is still suspect. So you have Deshaun Watson, especially the run defense. And you have Carlos Hyde, who I don't like, but he's played fairly well this year. And then obviously you have uh, Deshaun Watson, who can run the ball himself. So I do like Houston to cover the nine points. Uh, But it also might be a game where Kansas City just wins by 25 because their offense is... You know, well-rested and everything else. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I do expect Houston to show up a little bit more, even though last week during the game I did say I was never, ever going to pick them again. So, I mean, <laughs> goes to show I learned my lesson. The funny thing is, too, they covered last week, and that's how bleak it looked. This is short and sweet. The AFC this week is going to suck super ass. Kansas City by a mile. Everything that Houston faced last week, they're getting the exact opposite this week with Kansas City. A fantastic offense and a not-so-good defense. And the last time these two teams locked horns, it was the Texans that walked away victorious. I don't see why they can't keep it close in this one with the deficiencies that Kansas City has on the defensive side of the ball that Ryan mentioned. Um, I understand Dylan's confidence because Kansas City can be that explosive and that ridiculous on offense. We saw that a lot more last year than we saw it this year. 
We haven't seen that as much this year. And uh, I think Houston's learned a lot. They got their first playoff victory. I think that's going to help them with some confidence. And they have a quarterback that can cause problems for Kansas City's defense. Uh, so once again, I will go with the underdog. Ryan stole my thunder on this one. I'm in lockstep with every single word he uttered, and apparently four of us are. Dylan, once again, the lone dissenter. Uh, this, I think Houston has no chance to win this game, uh, which is weird to pick them to cover when I think they have a legitimate 0% chance to win this game, outside of maybe Mahomes getting hurt. Of course, freak things happening. I know that Matt likes to bet on freak things happening, but that's not how I roll. Uh, nobody would be surprised to see Kansas win by 30 points, but how can you trust their defense to have a double-digit win against a playoff team, even Houston? You can't. So by default, I have to pick Houston. And that takes us to what is going to be a weird game between two teams that have Super Bowl pedigree but don't really have a shot to win it this year, but will probably end up playing a good football game anyways. Seattle travels to the frozen tundra, Green Bay hosting at Lambeau Field is a four-point favorite over the much better quarterback, Russ Wilson. <laughs> uh, with Green Bay being a four-point favorite, I do I do expect Green Bay to win this game, and I tip my hat uh, on one of our podcasts a while ago where I said I ex- actually expect Green Bay to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Of course, they would have to win this game to start, and it's going to be one of those kind of vintage games. I do think it is. I do think it'll be an ugly game, but with Seattle being so injured, I expect Green Bay to take advantage of it and win by at least that, those four points or those seven points or whatever it is. And it's going to kind of get Aaron Rodgers back in the conversation of, and you know, you hear all the time, especially with quarterbacks a lot, is oh. Did we forget that this guy's the best quarterback in the NFL or one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, yada, yada, yada? Uh, and I just expect like this game to kind of be a perfect summation of that narrative. So this game is going to boil down to two different outcomes. We've seen what Seattle and Green Bay games have looked like in the past, and they've been straight fire. So this is either going to be a matchup of two quarterback titans playing out of their minds and pressing everybody, or it's going to be one extremely diminished roster and one first-year head coach-led roster disappointing all of us so which one is more likely i'm going to put my faith in the game being more fire than trash so i will pick seattle to cover in a very interesting game seattle's banged up in a lot of important places and i don't think they have the weapons to really attack (laughs) green bay defense right now and Green Bay's defense, while young, has been very impressive this year for the most part. Uh, They've laid a few eggs along the way, Aaron Rodgers as well. But I think you're going to see a very motivated, very determined Green Bay team that a few guys in that team still remember what it was like losing to Seattle in that NFC Championship game, including their quarterback. And I do think Green Bay actually just kind of takes control of this one in the second half uh, and wins by double digits. This was a very hard game for me to pick. But Don and Dylan are going to be the only ones that end up picking Seattle. I just think, as good as Russ Wilson is, he has so little around him right now. And color me not impressed at adding Marshawn Lynch to the already banged up roster, pulling a, essentially a fullback off the streets and trying to make a run is not ideal. I'm in the Green Bay very overrated camp, but Seattle in the very only has a quarterback camp. And four points is not a lot. This can still be a great game. 
in Green Bay covers. And that, that's what I'm hoping for. Well, I'm hoping for Seattle to win, but I'm hoping it's a great game, of course. But I, if I have to back one, I'm going to pick Green Bay here. And these are important games. That wraps up our picks for this week. We're going to have three more as we have the conference championships and then the Super Bowl. But we're going to give a quick rundown of the standings right now. And it is fascinating where we've ended up for the season. Uh, there is no competition for last place. Um, that is wrapped up early. Eight games back of fourth place. At 92 wins, the only team under 500, and the only person with less than 100 wins is Dylan. He's had a rough year in the picks, but that was my bull season. But we'll get Hashtag. to bulls or after hold up. But Dylan at least has gone above 500 in the NFL, if just barely. He sits all alone in last place. In fact, that eight-game gap is higher than the gap between first place and second to last place. In second to last place is Matthew Basson. But he's only a game back of myself in third place. And we're all doing pretty well. We're, we're right around the 530s. Don is a few games up at 105. And Don is the only one that has a realistic shot to catch Ryan. Actually, he's the only one that could possibly catch Ryan because there's overlapping picks. Don's two games back. Not if back. I just copy his picks. <laughs> two games back. He, he already has two games picked different than you this week, so it's too late. Don is just Dang. two games back of Ryan for first place and what is going to be a very competitive finish. So me and Matt fighting to bring up the middle, Ryan and Don fighting for first place, and uh, Dylan is fighting for next year. But Dylan said, tanking. what about the Tanking Bulls? for Tua. Dylan's tanking for Tua. And we did pick 40 bowl games. No, yes, if you include the final, 40 bowl games. We haven't done the final yet, so... This is going to be hot. Bringing up the rear in this one is Don. But no one's doing that bad. Don's the only one under 500, just barely, 19 and 20. It's real close. We got Ryan at 20 and 19, a game ahead of Don for fourth yeah. place. And because he is the definition of mediocrity, just as fitting as his lukewarm takes, of course, Matt is nowhere else but third place. That's so rude. Nowhere else but third Jesus. for Matt to be. And having a pretty darn good bowl season, batting 59%, myself and Dylan are tied for first. Goddamn and right. it is going to be a oh, really, and you disagree on the title really game. Hey, exciting yo. title game because, as we always do, we're going to watch it together. And Ooh. there is... What? 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 What do you mean, what? What do you mean, what? What do you mean, what? Are you going to Art and Jigs? We do it every year. What do you mean we are? Didn't you already took it off work? I, I, I took it off because so I could watch it. Wow. What? We do the betrayal live on air <laughs> every single year hey, for th- call it call it the quick claim bowl of a every single year we've gone to watch this together. Like dead ass, we already talked about. It. That's crazy. I, we just I'm have to drive a car and abduct it, Mike. I'm going, relax. All right, all right. He just uh-huh. remembered he had to text Claire real quick. Oh, honey, by the way, <laughs> Monday we got to go. I completely I mean, forgot. I'm sorry. Cancel those plans. I'm on the air, though, so I'm on the spot, so I got to make it sound like I knew this the whole time. Regardless. <laughs> that, was, that was just Josh. Me and Dylan get yeah. to duke it out for first place champion of the bull picks in person. I uh, have I, hey, we got to make this interesting. Has, we got to make this interesting. You did, motherfucker. You put money on it. <laughs> you, no, we didn't. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yes, did. you did. 
Didn't you? We well, not in the national title game for the bowl what? season. Oh no, you put uh, money on Baltimore. I think. Well, yeah. Hold oh, on, Baltimore. Didn't we Tennessee. do a thing? Weren't we all doing ten bucks for bowl season? Well, that's with Alex. Well, no, Don proposed for us, and I was. All, I thought we were all in. Well, he's not going to oh. do it now that he's not winning. <laughs> no, no, no. We were. Yeah, I thought we were each putting twenty Don in says, because Ryan's giving eighty to the winner. Oh <laughs> yeah. Bowl pick'em thing. Right. No, I thought Don said something about NFL fantasy playoffs, and I was like, "Yeah, that's cool." And then nobody All else right, said so shit. Maybe, maybe like, we don't not. have money. I don't but, it but by the way, I want to make this interesting because the last time we disagreed on a national title game, I literally got the final score right. So, what is your final score? Man, I don't have a final score. Well, yeah, because you're scared. Why don't we just one. make this up? I will help. <laughs> Why don't we just make it a bet? <laughs> no, I don't want to bet it because we already Sports. have this. Forty-five, forty. Scared doesn't want to make a bet. Um, no, for real. Give me. Thirty-one, thirty, Clemson. Forty-five, nope. twenty-eight. You just took my forty-five, you bitch. <laughs> yep, get out of here. Put it right in his head. You just heard me say it. What do you mean? I get didn't hear you. So if Clemson covers five Check and a half tape. points, yep, thank you, man. Yours truly Boom. is the champion of the, the season. The Alabama score, right? If LSU all covers, all right, sign us off. Dylan's got it. Ryan, that's all for this week. Do the thing. Yeah. So, go ahead and follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Those are the socials. Even more important than that, though, that's going to help you keep up with us. But more important than that is make sure that you guys are subscribing to wherever it is you are listening to our podcast right now. Podbean, Apple Podcasts, whatever you need to do. It doesn't really matter. Subscribe on either one and then make sure, right, make sure that you're rating you're reviewing our podcast, you're subscribing, leaving comments, and then when you guys do get those beautiful posts that you've been waiting all week for on Thursday that says, New Sports Carnage, episode 50,000, that you go ahead and that you share them on your social pages as well, just so you can let your friends know what you are looking for. But other than that, on the social tip, you can just type in Sports Carnage in Google and find us, Sports Carnage on Twitter, Sports Carnage Podcast on Facebook, uh, Sports Carnage on YouTube as well. All right, for the right. arrogant Paul Rochon, the delusional Dylan Bear, and the hilarious Ryan Griffin, I'm Matt right. Bazin. We are oh, Sports Carnage. You. Happy New Year to all. Thank you all for beginning it with us, and we will talk to you all next week.